This 700 Tapes podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. They don't own any of the clips they're going to be using on this program. They're also going to be using adult language and adult humor. So if you're easily offended, please stop listening now. In 2019, Jasperino purchased 700 VHS tapes at a yard sale for $35. He promptly moved them to a safe house deep in the outlands of the Arizona desert. If you're into nostalgia and you like VHS, and if you can find him, maybe you can listen to the 700 Tapes Podcast. your chance to save the city with Turbo Man. Fight against crime with America's favorite superhero along with his awesome Turbo Gear like the trusty Turbo Ring, Turbo Discs, and the Turbo Disc Launcher. And the Roaring Jetpack complete with ballistic sound. And best of all, four Turbo phrases including It's Turbo Time! this my parents are coming calm down jerry this is reuben an old friend pearl harbor i check in on him once a year and give him a little uh, medical uh, evaluation Aw, dad that is so sweet yeah it is i don't get it don't worry about your christmas jerry i'll I'll be with reuben in my workshop while you guys are having another day in phil collins proverbial paradise huh you think you know a guy Okay, there's my parents. Now remember, no TV, no phones, no laptops. We are connecting this Christmas, like old school Jews on a Saturday. Merry Christmas, Langston residents. Hi, I... Ted? Howard! Hey, buddy, how's it going out there? Everything okay? Yeah, fine. Uh, Ted, I need to speak to Liz. Uh, Could you get... Mm. Oh, Howard, excuse me, but your wife's cookies are out of this world. What a... Who told you you can eat my cookies? I'm just helping Liz out a little in the kitchen. She's making up a storm here. Ted, I need to speak to my wife. So could you get her on the phone, please? I think she's in the shower, Howard. Do you want me to go check? No! I mean, no, that's fine. On your way out, just tell her it would be a few minutes late, but you shouldn't worry. Oh, she won't worry. I mean, I'm here and... Mm. Oh, these cookies! I gotta get the recipe from Liz. Put that cookie down, now! What's up, freaks and weirdos? Welcome to the 700 Tapes podcast, to our 
second Christmas season episode, holiday season episode, whatever you want to say. I am Jasperino, joined as always by the man, the myth, the legacy, the man you definitely want to catch into that mistletoe. Whoa! Mr. Roman Alvarado. Yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm fucking great. Hell yeah. Yourself? I'm awesome. Good. Pretty pumped up. Damn right. Ready to do this. Having a lot of fun. Yes. I like this lighthearted thing we got going on. Mm-hmm. We have this whole scary kind of stuff going on for Halloween. I worked really hard on getting a spooky atmosphere, but now like I just feel really light. Mm-hmm. Really airy. Right. Going um, through the whole Thanksgiving thing and you know transitioning into yeah, Christmas. That, I love that planes, trains, and automobiles transition right into Die Hard. Damn right. Now we're doing Jingle All the Way, Damn which right. is your favorite Christmas movie. It is by my the way. favorite. This was definitely a Roman pick. Definitely. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, man. And the funny thing is, I think it it fits us so well. Absolutely. I think because look, it, it is such a '90s action star yes. thing, yes. but he is thrown into fatherhood right <laughs> and not like kindergarten cop either right it's not a tuma <laughs> not so it's not kindergarten cop it's not twins right it is you know gonna ask you a series of questions i need them answer immediately <laughs> who is your daddy and what does he do <laughs> what was that movie where he was pregnant uh what was that called uh, was that fatherhood or fraternity or shit so the uh, I never saw it. I don't know. Did you see it? Uh, uh, it's not Mr. Mom. Uh, no, that was uh, Michael uh, Keaton. Damn it! I'm gonna have to. Look but that up. also had Danny DeVito in it, didn't it? I think so. Because the trivia talks about him being in two movies with Danny DeVito, and I knew one of them was Twins, right? Which I've seen, but I didn't see the one where he's pregnant, which is what I think the other one was. Dang, he's gonna. I gotta Google it now. All uh, right. But I had a lot of fun putting that intro together. Yo, you sound. Pretty damn good. Thank you. I worked on it. Threw a little Rick and Morty in there. <laughs> okay, so that Rick and Morty episode, holy shit. If you guys are Rick and Morty fans, you know what that was from. He brought a homeless guy home dressed as Santa Claus. And that was his friend. <laughs> Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> well, he made this. It was like uh, he made a thing where he could shrink them down to the atomic level and they could go inside his body. And uh, he sent these. Junior. Junior. That's what it was. I never saw it though, but he gets shrunk down to go in after this. Uh, there's, I think, somehow there was another scientist and another girl in there that was like Morty's age. But there's a there's a part in that where they're in his brain and it's like a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And Rick realizes I got to get these guys out of here because they're about to die because of whatever's coming after him. Right? I don't remember the exact details. I just remember. Morty had been hitting on that girl like through the whole episode mm-hmm. and they were finally in this movie theater and she was like, you want to make out? And she goes, you could put your fingers anywhere you want. <laughs> and then, and then Rick calls. He's like, Morty, I got to get you out of there. And he's like, God damn it, Rick. Just, just let me have this. <laughs> and he totally cockwalked Morty. It was hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> dude, the next episode, I don't want to get too ahead of myself here. Mm-hmm. But I wrapped this up today, and I had a little extra time, so I started working on next week's episode, Mm -hmm. which is a double tap episode, by the way. (coughs) Dude, it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm pretty excited about it. I got a lot of crazy shit on there. I'm really into the, uh, as you'll see when I play the trailer for this movie, I'm really into the 80s uh, Christmas commercials. Mm Mm-hmm. 
something I kind of want to talk about a little bit. Did, uh, how's your week going? Let me let's okay. do that first because I'm gonna go on a tangent here in a second. It's actually been great. It's been yeah. you know, it's been good. I see you rocking some fresh, yeah, checks and balances gear. Damn right, damn right, damn right. Hell yeah, hell yes. Got a little jogging <laughs> suit going on there. Sweats. Mm-hmm. Your furry kinda, slippers are back. It's kind of cold outside. Back you know? again. I gotta you know I gotta layer up when I can because once it's hot. It right, stop. you gotta enjoy wearing a hoodie and a jacket while you can. Damn right. You only get to do it for about three weeks here. Look, you gotta you gotta get it while the getting is good. I haven't even dug out my leather duster yet. Oh, I, I love wearing that thing, but it hasn't damn. been cold enough yet. So you're you're such the type that you wear it with shorts. I do wear it with shorts, <laughs> and people give me shit. Complete strangers in public give me shit about that. How are you wearing it's a leather hilarious. jacket? With I love shorts. it. I fucking love it. <laughs> fucking awesome. I'll wear it with these goddamn basketball shorts. Damn right. I don't give two shits. Damn right. I don't give two, two shits. Shit. Anyway. He's not joking, folks. Yeah, I'm the tackiest dresser you're ever going to meet. <laughs> and and yours, how, how was your fucking week? How's your week been? It was really good. good. Uh, it wasn't bad. Um,. I don't have a lot going on right now, and that's a good thing. Gotcha. The Etsy shop, let me plug that real quick. By the way, find us on social media. Yes. We are an all-review, all-VHS review podcast all the time, so if you're into VHS, that's why you're here. But do us a favor. Spread the good word of the 700 Taste Podcast. Tell a friend. If you got somebody who's into podcasts, they don't even have to be into VHS. If they're just into movies and they want to check this out, just kind of spread the word and let them know what's going on, because we uh, love you guys. We love... Uh, entertaining you guys mm-hmm. i have another listener email to read oh a little shit. later on that's kind of cool you guys are reaching out that's awesome damn right that's um it's cool but anyway uh find us on Tangent. social media yeah. oh, okay. well, I, uh, i'm trying to stay on course here gotcha social media uh we are on facebook under the 700 tapes podcast we also have a facebook group under the same name mm-hmm. you can go on there join the group uh like the page mm-hmm. post some stuff talk to other people do whatever you want you know keep it real uh, find us on Instagram on the IG tip at 700 tapes. That is where we are most prevalent. That's where I do most of my stuff. That's where I do all of my stuff, actually. Mm-hmm. Everything that ends up on Twitter or Facebook is because I have it linked to Instagram. Nice. Instagram is the only social media platform I really use uh, because I still, for the life of me, do not understand Twitter. I don't know how it works. I don't yeah, know how do to use I. it. Dude, I, I yeah, I, I get notifications. I'm like, I don't even know what this means. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm on Twitter, Jasperino at 700 tapes. You can find me there, too. Uh, but if you go to Instagram, go to our bio and hit our Linktree link there, and it will tell you everywhere you can find us to listen to us, and it will give you a link to our Etsy page. Uh, go check out the Etsy page. Man, my Etsy has blown up over the last two weeks. It's really cool. Um, I've been shipping orders every day. I shipped an order every day last week. Nice. Freaking awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. Nice. So thank you guys so much. Uh, whether you came there uh, on your own or from this podcast or from Instagram, wherever you came from, thank, thank you. you very much for your patronage. We appreciate that shit. Buy more. Nice. I got some cool shit on there. If you guys need Christmas gifts, stuff, we still got shipping time here. It's only the 13th, so uh, it'll be the 14th by the time you get this. Mm-hmm. But I get shit out quick, like same to next day. Nice. It says two to three days on the uh, website or on the uh, Etsy, but that's just to give me a little time in case something happens or I'm sick or can't get out the door or whatever but i usually get it in the mail same the next day so i got some uh, christmas magnets on there some christmas horror movie magnets some uh prism stickers prism magnets nice um, all kinds of stuff uh go check it out that's all i got to say about that that's the bottom line 
Because Stone Cold said so. Stone Cold said so. Oh, yeah. That's not Stone Cold. Sorry. <laughs> it's the macho man. Give don't, me a hell don't yeah. Don't get me confused with those attitude guys. <laughs> I was the attitude era before there was an era. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For some reason, you can only do that if you're throwing your hands around like yep. macho. If you don't do it, it doesn't sound the same. Yeah, it just doesn't have that same effect. So anyway, I was saying, uh, the holiday commercials, mm-hmm. I'm really into that shit. Uh, Christmas is very nostalgic for me. I am a child of the 80s. Gotcha. There are just certain things that remind me of Christmas and certain things that happen at Christmas that remind me of other things. Um, Star Wars, which is weird because I'm not a big Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. As I got older, I became more of a Trekker. I'm glad you brought up Star Wars. Star Trek fan. Really? Okay. Yes. And, but um, Star Wars was always a Christmas thing to me gotcha. because it, when I got Star Wars toys that I didn't buy myself, because mm. I bought a lot of my own toys at the swap meet. That's how I got the nice. toys I had. And I made like $5 a week for picking up dog poop. Oh, nice. And then I would take that as a swap meet and buy action figures and comic books. Nice. Nothing has, literally nothing has changed in my life. Right. Sounds about right. I spend my money on action figures and comic books. But so you're doing dog <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I deal with dog <laughs> shit all week so I can make some money. <laughs> to buy action figures and comic books and now VHS tapes. Damn right. But um, if I got really cool brand new Star Wars shit, it would be at Christmas. Nice. And it would always be for my oldest brother. Okay. Who was in the military and he was stationed like in San Diego. He was stationed in Korea. He went all, all over the place. But he'd always send me, like when I was really little, mm-hmm. like when the movies were in the theater. Oh, shit. Um. Empire was the first movie I saw in the movie theater. My That brother took me to see it. Nice. And then he came out. Um, I think he timed it so he could take me to see Jedi also, That's which was badass. really cool. Yeah. So I had, you know, if I got really cool Star Wars toys, like he got me a TIE fighter one year oh. with the little beepy like, beep, beep, beep. Oh, like it was shit. the eighties. So you press the button and this little tiny led light on the front came on and it went eep. And that's how it fired. It's you know, <laughs> and then it had the the wings that ejected off of it. And it was oh, fucking cool. Damn. Um, you know, action figures. I had the uh, the Lando Calrissian in disguise from Jedi when they were breaking oh, yeah, Han yeah, out yeah. in the beginning. Um, I had the Leia that was in disguise. I had a lot of Jedi set, but nice. um, really cool. I had the uh, Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker in all black. Oh, you know, and the coolest thing I had was Is his the, hand uh, silver. Is the, yes. or, or is it a no, black no, glove? No, 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 no. It's a black glove. Got you. I was thinking of uh, C-3PO had a silver leg. Mm-hmm. And the drummer from the Leopards only got one arm. Yeah, badass. <laughs> right? His shit's all rigged up. He's bad. He's yeah. a badass drummer. I know. Yeah, he is. Fucking badass. So, um, yeah, but I'm very nostalgic 80s about mm-hmm. Christmas. So when I think Christmas, I think 80s, but that's my age. So I've got a lot of 80s commercials in the next couple episodes. And I think in the last episode I did too. Nice. Because the other thing was when I was a kid, I watched way too much TV. Mm-hmm. I remember some of these commercials. I could sing these commercials. Oh, Because damn. I was so into TV. Like when I played with my G.I. Joes and stuff, mm-hmm. there would be commercial breaks. <laughs> there is a reason I am so good at doing buy our 700 tapes Christmas CD. Available now at stores near you. Dude. When I played action figures, You've been we training would do for this your whole my life. Whole life. <laughs> we would do. I would do commercial breaks out in my yard, like I lay them, and then I it would be something stupid like I'm gonna do a commercial break because I gotta yeah. go take a piss, right? And it'd be like drink Tang, it's the astronauts drink, you know, whatever. You know, right? <laughs> but it would be like real commercials, and I'd be like, um, you know, uh, every kiss begins with K. That's not that's not one <laughs> right, from right, one right, my childhood, right. but that was all I could think of at the moment. But you know what I mean? I would do legit commercials like. 
Try the new 1985 Dodge Ram. 3.9 APR financing till the end of the year. Like, I would do legit commercials. I would do the news. And that ain't no bull. Right? That ain't no bull. I would do that. (laughs) Tex Earnhardt, I had a a plastic cowboy hat that was part of a kit that came with, like, a gun and a holster Mm -hmm. and a belt. I still have the gun out in the garage. Damn. It takes those paper caps that are on a roll, Mm -hmm. so you could literally fire the gun over pow 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 but i would put that plastic hat on and i'd sit like sideways on my swing like it was the bull and, I'd be like, <laughs> and that ain't no bull and that ain't no bull good old tex earnhardt if you're not from arizona you may not get that but he was a staple of car sales mm-hmm. here for 50 years he just died last year dang yeah, he was like 90 something 98 or something like that but yeah tex earnhardt and that and the Peter Piper Pizza guy. Mm-hmm. Come on over to Peter Piper Piper Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Legit commercials. So anyway. Um, what is it? Rocky the dragon or the dinosaur? Rocky. Yeah. The their purple dinosaur on the coin. Oh, on the Peter Piper coin? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think it was Rocky. Because we never went to Peter Piper Pizza. Oh. I was like George Lopez. My mom was like, I want to go to Chuck E. Cheese. You want to see a mouse? Move Chunky the stove. Cheese. Move the stove. Look, there he goes. There he goes. There goes Chuck E. Cheese. It's the same fucking thing. It's the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm very nostalgic about TV when it comes to, like, I worked very hard at the Halloween episodes to find that CBS special. Right. You know, and that's WKRP in Cincinnati, and Lou Grant will not be seen tonight, so we can bring you the special presentation. I love that shit. I don't know why, but I do. So, uh, the, next, the next episode, what's his name? Rocky. Oh, it is Rocky. Yeah. If you smell, <laughs> well, Rocky's Peter Piper is cooking. But um, the next episode, because that's going to be like our real christmas episode mm-hmm. i've got some really cool shit lined up hell yeah and i'm gonna do some shit with you and we'll talk about it off my kind of a prayer but one so, thing uh yeah go ahead uh you bring in up christmas episodes i was talking with someone the other day and um it was the the kiss commercial um, oh, with dun, the bells! Dun, ding, dun, ding, 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 I fucking love this commercial. So the the little Hershey's kisses of the mm-hmm. bells, bing, 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 and then it changed because then it had people involved in it. Yeah, so it was showing them. I was it. like, it ruined it. That's not bad, but that's not my commercial. Do you remember uh, Santa on the Norelco Razor? Are mm-hmm. you old enough to remember that? And then it was funny because on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, mm-hmm. they made a, a reference to that <laughs> because uh, they were, it was a Christmas episode, and Will Smith goes. Yeah, I remember Christmas in the hood in Philly. We all gather around the TV to watch Santa come riding in on the Norelco Razor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was another one. Oh, so the Coca-Cola commercial. Oh, with the, the polar bear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I think, you know, every time yeah, I see it, I'm the like, watching Aurora Borealis. <laughs> right. That guy from Angel. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to look his name up the other day. because David we were, Boreanaz. Because we were talking about Valentine. Oh, yeah. He's in that movie. He's. You, see, the, you only know that it's yes. him right at the end. Right? I was Good like, shit. oh, because I, I wanted to say David Duchovny, but that clearly was uh, it's not the, him. the, yeah, that's a, that's a very um, underrated movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of sure. people don't know about it. For sure. Because everybody thinks about Valentine's Day 3D, which was right. a remake of Valentine's Day from the 70s, which right. I actually think both of those movies are really good. I and liked them both. That's but, what's uh, his name. Dean, yeah, yeah Dean, Dean mm-hmm. Winchester, whatever his real name is, I can't remember. But I think uh, th- the funny thing is that. The kill that oh God, I remember. There's so many women screaming at us. His name is Jason Eccles, <laughs> and I love him. The the kill that I remember the most about 
Sometimes when I diddle myself, I think about Jason (laughs) Eccles and I'm like, oh, Sam, you can set my bones on fire anytime you want, boy. Bring your little brother with you. We can do that menage a trois I'm always reading about. (laughs) But I ain't no whore. No whore. (laughs) Only for you guys. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, I felt, felt I felt the spirit move me and I had to go with it. It's the kill where they're in, uh, where he puts the, I think they're in the hot tub, uh-huh. and he had the fucking drill gun or oh, whatever. Oh yeah. So I think there was like a cap on it or something. Yeah. He was just drilling. Right. The, oh Dude, shit. That movie's pretty cool. Yeah. We should do. I should dig those up because I'm pretty sure I can get that on VHS. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Valentine's Day 3D might be on VHS. And then the, the, I think what, it was new enough. What was the one with Keanu Reeves? Oh, that was the. Um, the Watcher. Yes. Yes. I think it was the Watcher. It was the Watcher, and then the, I think there's another one. It was the pee pee poo poo man. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. The, that movie was kind of creepy too. I, to be honest, I don't remember the premise. I just remember that Keanu Reeves was a fucking weirdo or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I just remember he was creepy as fuck in that I, movie. Then he have then he wore like a hood or something. Yes. Like that? Yes. That's why I was thinking another movie that they kept calling the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. Which one was that? I think it was uh, the. Uh, it was that one where I was like, say his name, we dare you, or whatever. But they made the meme and it said Pee Pee Poo Poo Man. <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> it might have been that tall man one or whatever. Oh, the Jessica, Slender Man? No, the uh, tall man, I think it was called. The Jessica Bill was in it. Uh, it was actually not a bad movie. It wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. But anyway. We digress. Speaking digress. of shows. Um, I wanted to share a, a show with you nice. um, that uh, was kind of near and dear to my heart. Oh, you, you brought up Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Go ahead. Um, uh, I guess they're doing a spinoff of Obi-Wan on Disney+. Plus. The um, animated? I don't, I don't think or, it's animated. I think oh, it's, like live action? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I just read about it. I was reading about it today. Um Christensen, Haydenson Christensen or whatever. Oh, uh, Hayden Christensen? There we go. He's he's reprising his role as Vader. Oh, shit. Or as Anakin. What's well, funny, because I think the kid in this movie is, is Anakin Skywalker, yes. isn't he, from episode one? Yes, it, 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 it definitely is. I, and I didn't, I wasn't able to put that together until, like, last week. Uh, yeah, I was today years old when I realized oh. that. <laughs> it's, it's that. It's that annoying-ass okay, voice. Here's the thing about this movie. You're going to throw something at me. I've only seen this movie once. No, that's cool. I saw this movie once, like, 20 years ago. You got, you right after think, it came out. The, you know, it's... Well, there's a 15 year gap between us, yeah. give or take. Well, and the other, well, the other thing is, it's one of those movies where I've seen it more than that, but I've never seen it all the way through. Gotcha. I saw it all the way through once, like when it came out, and I liked it. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. But there's only so many Christmas movies I can handle. Of and course. It, it's not like Halloween, where I can watch Halloween movies and horror movies the whole month, two or three a day. There's only damn. so much Christmas I can do before I start twitching. You're like, damn, I've been holly jolly the fuck out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, come on, you faithful. I don't know if I'm coming or going. <laughs> anyway. Leon, Leon. Right, right. <laughs> Noel, oh, Noel. It's <laughs> funny. You're like, oh, shit, man. But yeah, so I've seen this. I've seen all the funny parts. Because mm-hmm. my kids watch this every year. My kids came in and watched it with me today because they were nice. like, you're doing Jingle all the way, that's dope. Right. They didn't say dope because I'm not cool. I say dope. <laughs> but um, they dope. came in and watched it with me because they love this movie. And yeah, they I've seen it while my kids were watching. I've sat down for a few minutes. I, oh, I love this part. And I'll watch the, you mm-hmm. know, 
the part where they're in the store or whatever, or, you know. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this when we get there. But I forgot how horrible the special effects were oh. at the end of the movie when he's flying around. I was like, Dude, this is straight up mind. awful. <laughs> it did it not would, age well. And I think they kind of they did some of that on purpose, like the cartoony shit where he's spinning around that. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know. I think I'm getting the hang of this. <laughs> but yeah, I really dig. There There are portions of Star Wars, like the original trilogy, I'm all about mm-hmm. all day fucking long. Oh, yeah, for all sure. All day goddamn long. For sure. And I really, really am a big, huge, geeky fan of the Clone Wars animated series. Really? Yes. I love that shit. Okay. In fact, I need to watch it again because I have not watched it all the way through. I've maybe seen 10 or 12 episodes of it so the, sporadically. The new one, uh, whichever one that they just came out recently, um, uh, Jeff's brother was watching it because he watched all the Clone oh, Wars uh-huh. and the one like after it. Uh-huh. And uh, he was, he was, because I asked him, I was like, so Darth Maul comes back, right? And oh, he was shit. Like, he's like, yeah. And he, his whole, like, his whole being of, you know, being around again is to get revenge on Obi Wan. Oh. And, but he's only half the man he used to be. Right. <laughs> and it, I'm half the it, man it just doesn't, used to be. It doesn't go as well as he planned because like that is whole his whole plight of life is that. Right. To he's get revenge. Singularly focused. And he gets owned. And I was gonna say, since we see Obi Wan as an old man, I guess we know how that ended. Right. But wah, uh wah. dude that played him in I can't think of his name. Um that played him in In, in the movie? He's they're both He like, does the voice actor? Um, no, no, I'm saying... Oh, we're that, talking about the new series coming up. I think they're... I, th- I think oh, it's live action. shit. Okay. So, oh, and that dude's going to reprise the role of mm-hmm. Darth Maul? That's kind of no, 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 no. I'm no. saying um, of Obi-Wan. I'm so confused. So Obi-Wan... Oh, okay. I can't... Uh, Hayden uh, Christensen? Yeah. Is that his name? Is, that that's... That's <coughs> uh, Anakin or Vader at this point. I don't know that... Uh, and then the other oh, guy's Oh, yeah, I guess is, you're right. I was going to say Veagle, but that's not the dude from... No. That's not a... Uh, uh, that's not the dude from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's the dude from Lord of the Rings. Um, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, uh, that 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 guy, not yeah. him. Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up because I think I still have it because I remember saying I remember I wanted to say something about it. Um, uh, the guy's name is. Dun, da, da, da. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wrong music, sir. Uh, er, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yes. Yes. So I, I guess it's live action because they're both reprising their roles. Ewan McGregor is too good. So he's Obi-Wan. Whoa. Now, is it going to be a series series or like a mini series? I think it's a series series. I think Damn. Like, like how they so did. I have not checked out The Mandalorian yet. Badass. I've seen, seen the first, what do we call it? I haven't seen season two yet. As soon as I get time to actually watch a season of something. My whole thing is I can watch movies because I know I'm dedicating like 90 minutes of my time to this. Mm-hmm. If I start watching a series, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. I oh, can't yeah. stop. I'm like, I'm, one. it'll be two in the morning. I know full well I got to be up in an hour and a half, and I'm like, one more episode. I, I could had, do look, one. I could see for 40 minutes. I had this. I they're, had They're this not expecting same... me. Listen, because I know people I work with are listening. They're not expecting me to around 9 o'clock anyway. <laughs> <laughs> look, I had this same exact conversation with someone on Friday. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm so about escapism right. that... I can't like if if I'm gonna indulge, I'm gonna indulge. Right, yeah. Like I like if I if I'm giving it 
There's no half-ass. It's all since, it's both since buttons. I have that whole Star Wars <laughs> Christmas connection. That might be because I have four days coming up oh, off shit. over the Christmas weekend. So maybe that'll be something I'll sit down because Deacon's dying to watch it too. He wants to watch it. Nice. So maybe we'll do some father. Daughter, son. I have one more thing before you click on this. Okay. So it's cool that you say that as well because um, we take our time, man. We got all night. This is our show. Damn right. Whatever the fuck we want. Damn right. Even though our listener email said some of your episodes are kind of long, but I made it through. (laughs) Woo! Thank you for uh, trekking trekking with us, even though we're talking about Star Wars. We try to make it worth it. You know. So worth um, your time. One year, like it's this is a very memorable Christmas for me too. So the we lived in apartments. Hang on a second. Uh huh. Hang on. Right. I don't want to cut you off. All right. I'm hanging on. But what I was going to talk to you about was on the next episode. Oh, sorry. Save I it. I want to talk about good Christmas memories or oh. Christmas memories in general. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can say it now, but you're going to have to come up with something else next time. But it's up to you. If you want to save it, you can. It's the same fucking shit. It's the same <laughs> shit. Um, fuck it. I got it. All right. So, cool. Um, I know you got stories. Damn right. <laughs> so we lived in apartments and the people next door to us, they were on the, so we shared a balcony with them. Okay. So they were like the backside of, they were neighbors, but we had, there was one, two, three, four. Um, we had two of the units. We were caddy corner from each other. Okay. So the next set of units right. um, were the next people. So they were, you would like, you would have, you would have. Is that what you were them. telling me? Like that whole apartment thing was pretty much your family. Was it that same? So, well, that's, that's here now. Oh, okay. But at this time, um, remember how I'm always telling you about Indian fry bread and stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, they were our downstairs neighbor. Oh, so, got you. Got you. So we had almost, we knew everybody in our little four plex or whatever. You uh-huh. call it. So the people on the backside of us, um, they were so like your type of people. They, they were punk rockers. They nice. were um, rockabillies, you know, whatever right. you want to call it. Like, your whole vibe was them. Nice. It was uh, nice. a guy and, and his wife, right? So I, I can't even remember the White name. White trash chic. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, fucking leather coat, nose ring, you right. know. I mean, tattoos up the ass. They were cool. badass people, right? Nice. So That's awesome. I remember um, one time we ended up going over their house. If I'm not mistaken... If it wasn't Christmas, I remember going over to their house and we watched the whole fucking trilogy with them. Oh, hell yeah. So, um... The original trilogy? Yes. The only real one? The only real one. So, I remember uh, for Christmas, we actually have it on videotape, that they come over and they gave us like um, little Christmas um, suckers and stuff. (laughs) Because they didn't have any kids. Oh, that's cool. But they were so in the spirit that they were like, we fucking love you guys. Nice. And, and... If I like I to be honest, I would love to see them now. Hell yeah. Even if they weren't, you know, if, if they were together, weren't together. Right. I would probably cry oh, because that's cool. they were such dope people. Yeah. And it's it's funny because I would almost assume you would look at them, you know, regular people, and I mm-hmm. say that with, you know, air quotes. Yeah. Um, would look at them and probably cast them off. Right. Like these people are weird. Yeah. You know, whatever kind of people. Like they were such badass people. I mean, nice. And and two different worlds, you know. Like, there's no way that we would ever. I would I would assume outside of like a workplace that we would ever you know right commingle with each other because we were just two vastly different kinds of people. Yeah. And it was so dope that we were able to bond yeah. and again over, Star, over Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. So I remember sitting in their house again. They didn't have any kids or anything. Right. So they're like forty, 
and yeah. it's me and my two sisters oh, and we're, that's cool. we're over there we're fucking 12 13 yeah. if that and they're like look we're gonna we're gonna pop popcorn auntie like, and uncle yes it was so cool i mean so i'm glad so if i'm not mistaken it was around christmas time and then with them bringing us Christmas gifts over, I was like, wow, these people really fucking love us. <laughs> like, seriously, I'm glad that you have a Christmas memory with the trilogy, and I, I pretty much do, too. Hell yeah, that's Badass. awesome. Badass. So, full disclosure, this is funny. <laughs> it's twice now. I knew it was going to fall out, too. My fucking, well, the other side fell out. Right. I have uh, the, I'm stretching my ears again for the third time in my adult life right now. Damn. And I've got the spiky... Mm-hmm. The spiky uh, piercings in, uh, you know, the, the uh, gauges in. The stretch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's zeros because I'm going up to double zero. Well, I just Damn. I just did this earlier in the week. I went from the two to the zero, mm-hmm. which is a big jump, and gotcha. it hurt, but I was all right. So, stupid me, I'm like, I've done this before. I know how to do it. So, I wore the spiky ones for a day. You're really supposed to wear them for a week. Gotcha. I wore them for a day, and then I put the regular ones in. Because I'm like, I don't like them. They hang down funny. They make my earlobes stick out weird. And they poke you from time to time. They don't really poke you. They're 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 pretty smooth. They're made to move around with you. Oh. I thought, uh, well, when I said poking, I meant like they no, poke and they, they, don't. they don't pop they, out? They put, no, they just move around. Oh, okay. Because there's a, a little rubber mm-hmm. uh, ring on one side oh. and another one on the other side. Gotcha. These ones do not have the rubber rings on the backside right now because last night, I don't know what I did, but I was rolling around or something in my sleep and I had the regular ones in. Mm-hmm. Once you get the actual jewelry in that you're supposed to have, it's not a big deal because it screws on. Oh, okay. It's one solid piece and it screws on and it snaps on the back. There's nothing to pop off or anything like that. Gotcha. But I have the, the piercing stud things in right now, but I put the short ones in. Mm-hmm. And during the night, like I did something to both my ears. I don't know if I scratched them or what, but I pulled on them somehow and like injured them. Oh, and shit. I woke up and both my earlobes were just swollen and red mm-hmm. because those short ones weren't long enough because the reason you wear these long ones is your ears are going to swell when you do this to them gotcha because you're really poking a hole in your earlobe mm-hmm. and it's it's an injury and you're so stretching it it's going to swell mm-hmm. and it needs room to swell inflammation so mm-hmm. the swelling had gone down after about a day which is why i put the short ones in but i did something over the night in my sleep and i fucked them up and they swelled but the short jewelry would not let them swell as much as they needed to so they were just tight and hard and it hurt when i got up and i was like what is going on so i took them completely out and it was like bloody pus and shit coming out of them like it hurt it was nasty and um i cleaned it out real good with some alcohol which was a bitch also for sure and uh, i went back so this was like at one two o'clock this morning Mm. i went back to bed without any jewelry and i'm like i need to let this shit cool off right so then I got up this morning and I dug these long ones out and I had to put them back in, which was excruciating because it was all sore and shit already. Mm-hmm. And I had to restretch a little because they started uh, closing me back up during the night. Uh, so I put them back in, but I left the back rubber out. things off of them mm-hmm. so my ears could swell and close as much as they needed to, which they're pretty okay now. They're not swollen anymore. Gotcha. But um, now probably- they keep sliding out and fall because they're heavy mm-hmm. and I have headphones on. They keep falling out. So like twice now, I've had to reach down while we were talking and stick them back in. And it hurts <laughs> Look, a little bit. Left side and right so, yeah, side. Yeah, so I'm like, ugh, like, while well, I'm trying to do this. So. Ugh. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. When you got those fucking piercings in your ears and they fall out. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
shit. Should have let me pee on your ear. Probably would have <laughs> felt better. Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Uh, All right, let's jump into something fun here. This is, uh, there went the other one. I'm leaving them out. Oh, it fell again. Damn. It's out. I'm taking the other one out right now. Damn. I'm going to let them rest for a minute. There you go. Look at that. Oh, I shoved that in my ear. When I show you the size of the other one, you're going to be like, God damn, because it's a big jump. Anyway. All right. Fuck it. Let's do this. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Master Tape Theater. I'm your host, Hugh Johnson, and tonight we will be covering great moments in Christmas movie history. Let's not waste any more time and go ahead and get started. Our first great moment in Christmas movie history comes from the Frank Capra classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, Mary, look at that. The whole town showed up and gave us money so that, uh, oh, you don't have to close down the savings and loan. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Daddy, my teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets some tapes. Yeah, uh, that, that's right. Yes, yes, indeed. A touching ending to a touching story. Let's move along now to A Christmas Story. Ho, ho, ho. Move it along. Ho, ho, ho. Now is my chance. I was going to blow it. This was my last chance to ask for it. What was I going to do? And suddenly, out of nowhere, I blurted out. I want the Chester Turner Classic Tales from Quadrants on our VHS. I did it. I said it. Santa Claus looked to me. Ho! Are you fucking nuts, kid? That costs $1,600 on eBay. And you'll shoot your eye out. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yes, yes, quite amusing, quite amusing. Let's go from that to another classic. The original starring Natalie Wood, A Miracle on 34th Street. Mommy, stop the car! Stop the car! Stop the car, it's right there! Look, Mommy, it's right here. Exactly what I asked for. The way I asked for it. It's the 1978 original print releasing from media of Halloween on VHS. Chris Kingle really was Santa Claus. Chris Kingle really was Santa Claus. Oh, my gosh. I, I think I peed myself. Ah, cute Natalie Wood as a child. I may have just peed myself also. But let's move on. To another Christmas classic, a timeless one. This is the Charles Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol. But how do I know you're really the ghost of my old partner, Marley, and not just a piece of underdigested potato? Oh, Ebenezer, just look at the trail of Jerry Maguire tapes I am forced to drag behind me for eternity. Your actions have been so bad. Your trail of Titanic tapes is twice as long as mine. 
Oh god, I better be a better person. And as we know, Ebenezer Scrooge did indeed learn his lesson. Thus, finishing our list of the finest moments in Christmas movie history. On behalf of Master Tape Theater, I'm Hugh Johnson. Please join us again next time, and have a happy holiday. (coughs) Man, that brings back memories. Sitting around in my room, looking at Hugh Johnson. (laughs) Good old Master Tape Theater. Yeah, as soon as the music came on, I just laughed because I knew exactly uh, where it was from. That's funny. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That, remember the old guy he'd be sitting mm-hmm. there? Quite great today. We're going to be covering. It's very exciting. He's always very excited, but he's very English. It's all very exciting. Pip, pip. <laughs> How you doing, governor? <laughs> that's totally different. Like, okay, so my friend Hal... Shout out, Hal. It's from England. Shallow Hal? No. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Hal. <laughs> Hal and Dee, I love you guys. Good friends of mine from many years. Hal is actually from England. Across the pond. Across the pond. <laughs> and uh, he thinks it's funny when Americans try to have English accents because it's, you know, there's different English accents, mm-hmm. just like there's the proper one. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, he's calling it, governor. What you doing? And, you know, like. But it's as apparent to them as hearing a guy from Alabama versus a guy from, like, New York. Mm-hmm. Like, we can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. But, like, somebody from somewhere else would be like, that's just an American accent. No, that's a, an Alabama. No, How y'all doing is, over there? That twang is different. Right? <laughs> that's my sister, cousin, brother. My sister, cousin, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying uh, that, yeah, somebody from England, can you can't fake them out like trying to act English because an English accent is an English accent and Americans do not know how to do it. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Um, man, that dude gnaws down on some blood pudding. Blood pudding? <laughs> yeah, like that's from... some that's big shit over there. Like, really? Yeah. Ugh. He loves that shit. Ooh. I didn't try it. I think he wanted me to try it. I didn't try it. I'm like, I'm saying I'm good. What is it made out of? It's got like pig intestine and shit oh, in okay. it. Yeah, it's like sh- it's they stuff it. Like blood sausage, that's what it oh. is. It's not blood pudding. Blood pudding is something else. But the blood sausage, it's literally coagulated blood in like the Wait, lining of the intestine. They, so uh, they were so at the Christmas party I was at last night. They were talking about that because they're really weekend, and they were saying something oh. along the lines of that because um, a friend of mine's aunt she was saying when they cook it. They cook it to where it's like black. Yes, that's exactly what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. We, by the way, nice, beautiful pea coat. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank that's you, thank stylish. you. That's stylish. That's some you. GQ shit you Look, had going on. I there. bought that shit at Savers for twelve bucks. Are you serious? Right hand to God. Check out Roman's uh, Instagram page. He's <laughs> fucking styling. Look, in I had, his pea coat. I had to wear it one time before it got too hot, man. Right? That's why that. That's right? why the caption said, "Damn, I bought it and I got to wear it once because, man, that shit is." When I was a little flat. kid, I had a pea coat, but it didn't mean the same thing. <laughs> but I digress. Pee pee poopy man. Pee pee poopy man. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. For so Americans, mm-hmm. whether we want to admit it or not, uh, we're all privileged oh yeah definitely. because a lot of this shit like that blood sausage and shit came from weight because how also lasts because our country is 400 years old mm-hmm. and he's from england which is you know right thousands of years you know they've been around for thousands of years long. yeah mm-hmm. and he's like 
I come over here, you guys talk about history. I'm like, history, 400 years, really? You know, but back in a lot of that shit comes from way, way back when you used every part of the animal because mm-hmm. that's all you were going to be eating. You were going to die. Mm-hmm. We don't really have that here. I mean, the natives have that because they were here already mm-hmm. because they do the same thing with the sheep. Yeah, like, yeah. Ro will tell you, like, they use every single fucking part of that sheep for something because that's all they had. Um, but us modern, mm-hmm. like, over the last maybe 100 years, Americans, mm-hmm. we don't know shit about that. No. We don't know shit about eating shit we don't like because it's a part of the animal. We don't want to waste it. Maybe, like, Great Depression era people like my dad mm-hmm. was and shit like that, but... Us modern Americans, we're all, yeah, we so don't know nothing about that shit. Jeff was saying, look, uh, his, he remembers, I think, either his dad or his grandfather saying, we eat everything but the oink on a pig. <laughs> and so, you know, it's funny. I think he said that to me the other day. We eat everything but the oink. That's freaking funny. <laughs> oh, man, that's pretty good. So, um, yeah, we don't, we don't, yeah, we're not. People talk, well, like we talk about struggle, mm-hmm. struggle food. Mm-hmm. Struggle meal, but it, it, it is, but it's not. Right. Because, I mean, is it steak and shrimp? No. But it's still what we had for dinner, because mm-hmm. Roman came over and had some, I threw a little something, something together from what mm-hmm. I had in the kitchen, and it came out pretty good. Oh, yeah. I had some uh, little ground beef in it, a little noodles, a little cheese. Look. A little green you, beans. I told him it was tomatoes. a struggle meal. Yeah, so struggle a, meal, that's it. A struggle meal is when you throw some shit together, and yep. it comes out good. So I was like, man, this is a struggle meal on wheels because this shit is good. Right. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Damn right. But um, yeah, but what we call struggle meal, mm-hmm. you take that over to fucking uh, anywhere, any and, third you know, world country, third world country. That's you know, that's five star fucking right. gourmet shit. Damn right. They're eating fucking soggy rice out of a bowl with their fingers like on mm-hmm. Sally Struthers. And, Only 15 cents a day. We'll feed the starving children cheeseburger. Right. So these kids are fucking starving. These are fifteen cents. To us. By the way, uh, I was talking to somebody last week when we were mm-hmm. eating the ice cream, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Right before Roman called you guys out on eating ice cream, I was like." These motherfuckers are straight up eating on mics and don't give two fucks about who knows it. <laughs> Not one fucking. Oh, I ran out of them. They were, yeah, they were sold out like, like Turbo Man. Oh, shit. So I ain't got no more fucks to give. Turbo Man. Speaking of Turbo Man, we should talk about this. The Tale of the Tape. In which I will be reading the back of the VHS tape for Jingle All the Way. Turbo packed with lots of laughs for the entire family. You'll love this film. That was Elaine Blythe, Film Advisory Board. That's good people to be on the good side with. Arnold Schwarzenegger stars in this hilarious holiday comedy as a father desperate to buy that must-have Christmas toy during a frantic, last-minute shopping spree on Christmas Eve. Howard Langston has promised his young son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. Unaware, it's the season's hottest-selling toy. And so begins a frenzied quest that pits Howard against a stressed-out mailman, Sinbad, a sleazy Santa impersonator, James Belushi, and every other harried parent in town. In the best holiday film in years, Dan Stoddard, Entertainment Time Out, 1996, color, approximately 85 minutes. 
It was very nice of him to say that at the end there. Right. What did he say? It's uh, the best holiday family film in years. This film flopped a little bit. Did it? Yeah. Oh, let's pull it up. I, I really wanted to know. Um, I don't want to get too far ahead, but yeah, let's let, let's look at it real quick. We'll do things out of order here. You're out of order. So, uh, the uh, budget on this was sixty million, and opening weekend it made twelve million. And it's gross in the USA was $60 million. So it barely made its money back in the USA. Picked up a little bit in worldwide. It made $129 million. So, But in the US, it was a little bit of a flop. Right. It's one of those like... But it's funny because a lot of people love this movie. This might have been one of those movies where um, it wasn't as well received when it came out. But it became kind of a cult mm-hmm. movie, like a cult classic. Because I know a lot of people, my kids included, you just said, this is your favorite Christmas movie. This is movie. my favorite Christmas movie. You know, a lot of people are like, I love Jingle all the way. Put the cookie down. Put the cookie down. No. <laughs> you know, that's what everybody talks about. It's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really funny. And Arnold said he really enjoyed doing this movie. So yeah, it's kind of weird. It's it's one of those movies. So for me, me and my cousin Chris, we watched this. Like this is a, you know, a, a good staple for us because... Nice. Um, I think we were able to. I think we watched like a grip of Christmas movies one year, right? Right before Christmas, and like he'll still like every now and again he'll call me. He'll be like, "Oh, Jingle on the Way is is on." Hell right yeah, now. hell like, yeah! I think it takes us back to being eight, nine. You know, right? It, it is just a good moment for me. I was thinking about it earlier today. I was like, "Why is it? You know, such a you know? Why does it have a, a you know that deep rooted feeling for me? Yeah, I think it's the same way you feel about uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yep, like it is one of those movies. Like when I think of Christmas, it is this movie. Right, it's not. It's not a Christmas story. It's not Miracle on Thirty Fourth mm-hmm. Street. It is Jingle All the Fucking Way. Nice. And I and and if I'm gonna really really say it, it's gonna it's probably be because of me and my cousin Chris That's watching cool. it. Shout out to you. Hell yeah. I love, um, I'm trying to think of what my favorite Christmas movie is that's not animated, mm-hmm. because that's easy. My favorite animated Christmas movie of all fucking time is Year Without a Santa Claus. Never seen it. What? That's where you get the, I'm Mr. Green Christmas. Oh. I'm Mr. Sun. I, I've, I've never known. I'm Mr. Heat Blister. I'm about to say the Heat Miser or whatever. I'm Mr. 101. Yeah, that's from that movie. I, I, I that movie. never knew where he was from. Yeah. So I've seen it. Okay. It's Year cool. Without a Santa Claus. Oh, shit. Um, but I'm trying to think as far as like regular Christmas movies, something that like, other than Die Hard. Look, funny thing is, Die Hard. every time I think of that, you know what I think of? Huh? Batman and Robin. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, he's watching it. Oh, yeah. When they come into. You're right. <laughs> and he, he goes, I hate when people talk during the movie. <laughs> yes. He freezes him. <laughs> ah. That's how I knew it was oh, the Heat Miser. Man. Yeah, because it was his brother, Snow Miser. Uh, that's tight. Wow, that's funny. I hate when people talk during the movie. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> um, yeah, I really, like. I'm sure I have one. I just can't think of it right now. There's a lot of movies I like to watch. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Well, good Charlie Brown, everything you know, right. for every holiday, Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Christmas. That's what we do because 
That's what I grew up on. Damn right. I like the Grinch. Damn right. I like Rudolph. I like Damn right. Frosty the Snowman. Damn right. Every year I call my sister on her birthday and I go, happy birthday. <laughs> like Frosty, you know. Are we talking? And then Jack Frost. Of course, the horror movie, not the Michael Keaton movie. Because I've never <laughs> seen the Michael Keaton movie. I have. We were talking about that last week. You mm-hmm. were talking about that. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about. The only Jack Frost I know is the one with the infamous Shannon Elizabeth carrot rape scene. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not seen Jack Frost. You know what I'm talking about, but that might. I mean, there's so many Christmas movies we can do at Christmas time, mm-hmm. and so little time during December to do them. Mm-hmm. Like we're doing this one this week. Next week is our actual Christmas episode, mm-hmm. and we're done for the year. Right. Like you're not going to hear from us again until January, mm-hmm. and we're going to be kicking that off with something else. But yeah, you can squeeze. We maybe could have squeezed four movies in if we really tried, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to take our time. I didn't want to be real stressful. I want to be light and airy, kind of like we are. Damn right. So, and I can already tell this episode is going to go long because we already talked for an hour, and uh, we should have been on the movie already. I so, don't know. I don't think so. It's it's the movie's not like there's really not a lot. to talk Yeah, about. you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm like we should be fine. We're going to be fine. Just fine. Just fine. So anyway, let's go and get the trailer out of the way. So we can start talking about trivia and shit like that. These lonely pound puppies need someone to love. Someone who'd love a little puppy love. You, Grandma. Pound puppies are as cuddly as real puppies. He'll keep you company in the dorm. They're the perfect way to say I love you for birthdays, holidays, or any day. Pound puppies, so soft and adorably lonely. Sometimes the hardest thing about giving them. Merry Christmas. Is giving them up. Wednesday, Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, together for the holidays in a musical, magical Yuletide celebration. Kenny and Dolly, a Christmas to remember. This Friday, three tales of Christmas, a failing Santa's greatest day. I don't think there are very many bags like this around. A beleaguered secretary's perfect world. You're a secretary? And a cosmic Christmas gift from long, long ago. Season's greetings from the Twilight Zone. And now, coming soon to video cassette. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the Walking Roar jetpack, and the Boomerang shooter. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I promise. Whoa! Nothing like waiting till the last minute, I would say. Especially on Christmas Eve. Christmas spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is one. One mission. Oh, 
little baby. <laughs> and every man for himself. I'm thinking maybe, you know, we could join up as a team. You know, like, like Starskin Huts. We're a late delivery of Turbo Man at Toy Wars. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> you can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. <laughs> From the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a Turbo Man for Christmas? Forget it. I'm not going to sit in your lap. Tony, show him. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Don't open that up. No, no, no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sinbad. I work for the post office and I'm unstable. Tell him. This man is totally insane. Thank you. Christmas comes, but once a year. No! Jingle all the way. You picked the wrong day. And now, our feature presentation. <laughs> Tell him I'm unstable. Oh my god, this movie is so funny. And I forgot Robert Conrad was in it. The next door neighbor? No, he's the cop that keeps oh. running into him. That's Robert Conrad. He was in uh, Wild Wild West, mm -hmm. which one of them, one of my favorite shows growing up, and Black Sheep Squadron, where he played uh, Pappy Boington, who was a real person in World War uh, in Korea. Damn. Or in World War Two, I think uh, they flew the Corsairs in the South Pacific against the Japanese. It's good shit, man. Um, I grew up on that shit. James West was my fuck. He was one of my childhood heroes. He could fight like 15 guys at once. He always won. And then somebody would knock him over the head and knock him out. He was like Batman. He was just like Batman, actually. He'd fight off 15 guys until somebody cocked him over the back of the head and then he'd wake up tied up to something and have to get out of it. <laughs> he had a boot and he had a shoe. He had a fuck. He had a boot in a shoe? There was a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> he had a knife in his boot. He could kick it out. So when he was tied up, he could just like pull his foot up and. He cut himself down. <laughs> Fucking cool, man. He had all kinds of little gadgets. He had the little uh, Dillinger in his hand that popped out with a spring. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. The music to Wild Wild West was unbelievable. It was like, we're going straight no, to the Wicked Wicked Wild Wild West. The Wicked Wicked Wild. No. The Wild Wild West. Not that one. Oh, my God. I was so disappointed when that movie came out. Because oh, I was such shit. a fan of the original show. But yeah, it was... It was so cool. You know what's crazy? Huh? I think we talked about it on the podcast before. Will Smith actually turned down being Neo. Yes, to yes. Wild to do Wild Wild West. Thank you, Will Smith. Right? Sorry, oh Wild Wild West took a shit on it. But we wouldn't have Neo and the oh, great Morpheus. Oh, my God, right? Like Lawrence Fishburne can't be anybody else. Like right. he's forever gonna be like, hey, that's so. That guy's that there's Morpheus a couple of him. there's a couple of actors in here that almost played the part of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Oh, that, you know, a lot of times you go, I can't see it, I can't see it. Mm -hmm. These were actuals. Like, I would have loved to have seen that movie. All right, let's yes, roll. Them. Let's we're gonna see, see it. it. Let's so, um, Jingle All the Way came out in 1996. It was released on November 22nd, 1996. So they were coming in, sliding into that whole Thanksgiving, going mm -hmm. into the holiday season thing. 
it stars, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger as uh, Howard Langston. Sinbad is Myron Labrie, which I will not be using anybody's names from the movie in here. I'm calling them Arnold and Sinbad mm-hmm. and Robert Conner because I, yeah, I just. And Jim Belushi. Yep, Jim Belushi. Phil Hartman. Oh my God, my favorite character in this whole movie because he's such a fucking douche. He's a dirtbag. I love it. Uh, Phil Hartman plays Ted. Uh, Rita Wilson as Liz Langston. I did not know she was married to Tom Hanks. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's Tom Hanks' wife. Oh, oh, shit. And, uh, dude. Jake Lloyd She's smoking hot. Oh, yeah. Dude, even now, like, she's, I don't know how old she is now, but I looked it up. You said I clicked on her. Yeah, let's I looked it up now, and, dude, she's still, like, she, you can tell she's obviously older, but she's still smoking hot. Mm -hmm. Like, that's why Ted was trying to get with that, you know? Mm -hmm. And every other woman in the neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah, I do as a player. (laughs) <laughs> Robert Conrad, God rest his soul, was Officer Hummel. Fucking love Robert Conrad, one of my childhood heroes. Fucking cool. I wanted to be Robert Conrad when I grew up, man. He was better to me than James Bond. He was just the, he was the man. Look, Black Sheep, Black Sheep Squadron right here, available on DVD for the first time. This has to be an old. This has to be an old ad because no, nah, he died in twenty twenty. So I know, now. but available for the first time on DVD. Who's selling DVDs still? Maybe. Yeah, Welcome is not on Blu-ray, but I would buy it. It's the whole. I think it's the whole series. Damn. That's cool. That's the Black Sheep Squadron music. Anyway, Martin Mull is in this movie as he's the DJ, the radio DJ. Oh yeah. Um, which is funny because the guy I always get his name confused with, Richard Mull, is also in this movie. What? He played Bull on Night Court. He was Dementor in the original, uh, in the show that the kid's watching at the beginning. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Um, oh, Jake shit. Lloyd is Jamie Langston. He plays Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. You also might know him as Annie. 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 Mm-hmm. Fucking Anakin Skywalker as a kid. Uh, Jim Belushi is the mall Santa. So hilarious. Um, R.I.P. What? Belushi dead? Jim Belushi died? Yeah, take click on him if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna win my Twinkie bag. Watch. Oh yeah, oh, you didn't think I owe that? you. No, I oh. I didn't forget. I was okay. I meant to say I owe you an apology because I meant to run to the store today to grab Twinkies and I didn't do it. Sorry. So I'm gonna give it to you with your Christmas gift next week. Cool. It's gonna make it that much more special. All right, cool. But here we go. See if he's hanging out with Carl Winslow or not. <laughs> I'm gonna win my Twinkie back right here. I might owe you double Twinkies. Yeah. I'm gonna owe you a whole box. I'll get you a Twinkie and some ho hos. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Belushi, Wikipedia, he is not dead because there is no death date. Born June 15th, 1954. He is 66. He is still alive. All right. All right. Who was I thinking of then? Well, John Belushi. There we go. His brother. His brother, okay. His brother, John Belushi, is dead. Oh, there we go. We'll just split the pack of Twinkies between two of them. Damn right, damn right. It'd be like it's both our Twinkies. We'll just keep it at my house. (laughs) Debo! We gotta talk about that. Yes, 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 Debo fucking died this week. Yes, he did. God rest your fucking soul, Zeus. Zeus. Rest in power, my brother. Holy shit. Tiny, tiny listing. Tiny, oh my God. R.I.P. I went and cried in the car when I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. He's also the planetary president mm-hmm. on Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. He was only like 63. Some shit like that. They said he, they found him responsive, unresponsive, unresponsive at his house. Yeah, we don't know why. Damn. Fucking crazy. Mm. I wonder Damn. if uh, he walked up to St. Peter's like, these are my gates. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna let me in this punk? Yeah, right. 
whoop bike. It's funny. Yeah, rest in peace, man. That sucks. Man. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Harvey Corman uh, was the... <laughs> He played the president in the opening movie for the Ultraman. Mm-hmm. Harvey Corman, I don't know if you know who that is. Him and Tim Conway were always doing stuff together, uh, like on the Carol Burnett show back oh, in the really? 70s. He was a well-known comedian. They did this great Halloween skit mm-hmm. where Harvey Corman was supposed to be a, a wolfman, mm-hmm. but he was he hadn't changed because it wasn't the full moon. And uh, he was at a party, and they were like, oh, the moon should be coming up soon. He's like, what's that? He's like, yes, the moon, it's supposed to be full tonight. And he goes, ah, like he's choking. And then somebody's like, no, honey, the moon's not going to be full till tomorrow night. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, thank God. Okay, yeah. She's like, no, I'm pretty sure I saw in the news this night. And he's like, ah, he starts choking. And he goes, ah, like he's going to change. Like, no, honey, today's the 14th. It's not till the 15th. Like, ah, oh, oh, okay, okay. And they do this to him the whole day. It's hilarious. And then uh, Tim Conway, it was so funny. Him and Tim Conway would be, they, they were kind of like your Abbott and Costello type of shit, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was for TV. But Tim Conway would be doing just stupid shit. And Harvey Corman, you could just see it on his face, trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> and even though you know they rehearsed this, it's taped. It is still And it's funny. the best take they got was him holding his cheeks really tight so he wouldn't laugh at Tim Conway. So, so funny. Anyway, um... Robert Conrad. Oh, we already talked about Robert Conrad. Um, you know who's in this movie, uncredited? Oh. Uh, Vern Troyer. Really? Yeah. In the scene where the big show's going to hit him mm-hmm. and the midget's on his back and he ducks and he hits the midget and throws him across the thing. That's Vern Troyer. That's Wee Man? No, uh, Mini Me. Oh, there we go. I said Wee. That's exactly. Sorry. Oh, they should have got Wee Man in this. That would have been pretty badass. That's that's who it's I meant. It's kind of a jackass era. They could have got Wee when Man. When I said Wee Man, that's who I meant. Was right. Me. So we already said Vern, Vern, Vern Troyer. Troyer yeah. yeah. So we already did the. Uh, he died. Yes, he did. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, we are, about the OU pack of Twinkies. Right. <laughs> I want some ho hos. Look, the funny thing is, I was going to tell you, hey, fuck Twinkies. I like ho hos. Right. I got ho hos in different area codes. Ho ho ho. I like my ho ho ho. <laughs> Literally, uh, I just know where all the hohos are in the different area codes. I'm not, damn, I'm not swinging bitches or nothing. Damn. I got hohos in different area codes. Damn. Did I send you that thing? What? When they kept showing the election map? Oh, yes, you did. Was, uh, you if did. you're tired of looking at that map, here's a map that shows all the areas where Ludacris has hoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. So then uh, we already talked about um, the budget and budget and how much it made. Um, there was something interesting on this one. There was a bunch of alternate shit uh, that I wanted to talk about. Um, instead of Howard going right after the woman in the car, he first sees another woman played by Yardley Smith, who does the voice of Lisa Simpson mm-hmm. with a matching fur coat. Cause remember like the lady with the fur coat took the, took the last one and he chases her out. Mm-hmm. Well, he sees her first and he sees, uh, Another woman with a matching fur coat. He sees a Turbo Man package in her bag and offers her money. She takes it and walks away, and he realizes he bought the Turbo Man sidekick booster from her instead of the Turbo Man. And then he runs after the woman in the car. Because mm-hmm. remember, the whole running joke was nobody likes booster. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a scene inside Howard's GMC when 
by the way, that GMC Suburban, mm-hmm. I used to have one of those. Oh, shit. Fuck, put, yeah. Put all them kids in there. Dude, I love that car. <laughs> I love that truck so much. That was, I've owned three Suburbans Dang. in my time. And yeah, I fucking love a Suburban. Anyway, um, a scene inside Howard's GMC when they're driving to Santa's warehouse where it shows Howard saying, uh, it show, Howard's actually saying, we've yet to see a sign of that supposed Turbo Man doll. Instead, um, it's got the mall Santa singing the little boy who Santa Claus forgot in the car. Um, there's an additional dialogue in the warehouse as well as all the mall Santas singing little boy who Santa Claus forgot at the same time. Um, the rock version of Jingle All the Way plays as Howard fights the warehouse Santas. <laughs> additional dialogue between Howard and the cops at the warehouse. Um, a scene where Howard is riding home in a tow truck after his car had been stripped, where he's rehearsing how he was going to explain what happened to him to his wife. An alternate ending. Oh, shit. Instead of the ending at the parade, the film fades back to Howard's house. He turns on the lights on the tree and everybody's happy. Liz says, it was so nice that you went through all that trouble to get him that present. What did you get from me? And it ends with a close-up of Howard looking horrified. This is actually a stinger on this VHS. Really? That's an end scene after all the credits. Because every movie, I, I sit here and I watch the credits all the way through just in case there's something after. Mm-hmm. And also, it's just something I do to say, yeah, I watch the whole thing on gotcha. VHS. Um, the mall Santa's line of that's not my bag was deleted from television because of its sexual innuendo. Myron's line of a woman who slept with everybody at the post office, but me, I fuck, that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> just because of the way he delivers it. Um, was changed to a woman you don't even know where she lives anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was funny that there was a bunch of like alternate shit. I guess there's a director's cut out there somewhere or something. I don't know, but I love that. Slap it, everybody has post office except for me. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Oh my god! Every time I see, like every time he's talking, I always see like the gloves. <laughs> right, right. So um, Sinbad improvised the majority of his lines in this movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger also improvised many of his responses to the conversations with him. Oh, that's bad. So, yeah, Sinbad, that makes it even funnier. He was going off. That means that whole thing, when they first met, he made that up as he was going. Oh, shit. Fucking hilarious. Well, you know, he's a stand-up comic. Right. So, you can do that. Check this out. This is what I was talking about. Producer Chris Columbus. (laughs) Such a funny... I think I'd change my name. Yeah. If my name was Chris Columbus, I'd be like... I'm sorry. No relations. I'd be like, (laughs) what's my middle name? Jack? All right. Jack Columbus. How about that? Colombo. My new name's Colombo. Colombo. Um, he, he always goes somewhere. He goes to Burger King. He thinks he's at McDonald's. Chris Columbus. He doesn't know where he's at. He's <laughs> <laughs> he wanted Joe Pesci to play Myron, but he was deemed too short at 5'3", next to Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's, five, who's 6'2". This was despite the fact that Schwarzenegger had previously appeared in two films alongside Danny DeVito. I can totally see Same Joe Pesci here. Same in that. Here. Oh, my God. He's like the in an alternate Vinny universe kind of shit. Yeah, you know, like it. It. it fits. I'm just trying to get a Turbo Man here. Right. It fits. Yeah. And and but and I, you have to think it's it fits with, um, Christmas. He, uh, well, Home here's Alone. the thing. He totally would have been the same character yep. he was in Home in, Alone. No, in Lethal Weapon. No, in Home Alone. Home Alone because it's Christmas. But I'm saying the right. annoying character that Sinbad was. Mm-hmm. He'd have been that same annoying character that he was in Lethal Weapon Three. Mm-hmm. I'm about to say yeah, Three. You know what I'm talking about. The yeah, because four is with Jet Li. Yeah, but he was in four too. Was, okay, he was in three and four. But he was when he was like, they always fuck you at the drive-through. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he would again that, and then 
you have to think it's he's it's, had the Christmas thing with, going with Home Alone two, the Christmas trifecta, all right? With Jingle <laughs> All the Way, Home Alone, and Home Alone two. Mm-hmm. So Vern Troyer was an uncredited role as the shortest Santa that gets punched while Arnold Schwarzenegger is in the warehouse because he's on his. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, the story is based on the 1980s shopping frenzy over Cabbage Patch Kids. However, it ended up perfectly mimicking the Tickle Me Elmo craze of Christmas 1996. Damn. What year were you born? I'm 91. So, so you five. were you were five in this game. Mm-hmm. So did you get a Tickle Me Elmo? I didn't. Did you want a Tickle Me Elmo? No. Dude, I remember this. I my, wanted a fucking turbo, man. Right? <laughs> my kids got a Tickle Me Elmo. Oh, shit. But they got it from my brother because I oh. didn't buy it. I wasn't like, Wouldn't yeah. Spend was, no fucking... I wasn't big on the big toy mm-hmm. thing. Like, my kids weren't really into that either because they were into what I... They wanted... I think that's the year we got wrestling figures. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that was actually, I think, 99. But, um... They wanted other shit. Like they wanted, they always wanted superheroes or Barbies or something. They were never really into. Oh, this is the big thing. That's what I want. But I do remember that, mm-hmm. and I do remember. I remember both of those. I remember the Cabbage Patch frenzy and the Tickle Me Elmo frenzy. And they were very, very identical. So with uh, people, and it was just like in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where people rushing through the door, knocking shit over, fighting each other, just fucking crazy. I bought my ex girlfriend. Um, from high school, she, like her her nickname was Elmo, so I bought her. It was called the TMX Elmo, uh-huh. which I think was the ten year anniversary uh, Elmo. Okay, and <laughs> it's funny, just like this movie, I found <laughs> the Spanish one. Yes, <laughs> and I almost bought it. That's funny because it was Christmas time, so it was a big thing. It came in the special package and everything like that. And then when I went to press it it was like ha, ha, ha. it was it said ja ja ja, 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 ja. <laughs> it was laughing in spanish <laughs> oh my god it was like este way <laughs> for sure like i i wish i was making that up but no it was moon <laughs> chinga to madre so, so a friend of my mom's used to have a, a Teletubby that cussed. Uh-huh. It said, faggot, faggot. Oh, my God. Faggot, faggot. What? Bite my butt. How? Bite. So, I guess one of the programs, you know, one of the people that were programming oh it. Oh, my God. But it was so, like, you right hand much, to God, it was a Poe. You know how much that would have been worth oh if my they sold, it's kept it and sold it? it it's probably worth oh you know, seven bucks now. Right. <laughs> Me gusta penoche. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh they're gonna be like wow. I only yeah, I only know that's that's, that's all you got. Yeah, I only know bad things in Spanish. Uno más cerveza. Puta. One more beer, bitch. Right. <laughs> DJ is and we're, and we're both we're both Mexican and we don't we couldn't speak a lick of right Spanish outside so, uh, of bullshit cuss right, words. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I can talk uh, numbers all day because that's what I do at work. Mm-hmm. You know, cincuenta, cien, doscientos. Oh shit! So anyway, um. When in the beginning, when Howard is in the office taking phone calls while talking with his wife, he signs a contract. Arnold Schwarzenegger actually signed his own name during that scene. <laughs> oh. It's kind of cool. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger enjoyed the film, having experienced last-minute Christmas shopping himself. He was attracted to playing an ordinary character in a family film. Nice. That was pretty cool. So read that one right there, the next one under You can... Uh, you no, can. Uh, I was going to say, you can actually... One of the ones I skipped, you can buy an official Turbo Man action figure on eBay. Nice. There you go. Despite the Turbo Man being a fictional product created for the movie, the toy that Myron references in the diner that he got did not get as a child and later said to be the most popular boy's toy aside from Turbo Man is in fact a real toy. It is in real life called the Johnny 7 OMA gun, OMA meaning one man army, as it performs seven different functions. The Johnny 7 OMA gun was produced in, by Deluxe Reading under the Trooper Toys toy line and released in 1964, where it became the best-selling boys' toy of that year. The toy was marketed heavily on television, and the commercial went exactly how Myron described it. The toy is no longer made and has become a collector's item. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wow. crazy. And I can actually buy a Turbo Man? Yeah. I thought, look, like, yeah. I'm going to have to buy a Turbo Man. I wish I'd have known that Damn. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the guy home for Christmas. Buy me a Turbo Man. The world premiere was held on November 16, 1996 at the Mall of America in Bloomington, where parts of the film were shot. A day of events was held to celebrate the film's release, and Arnold Schwarzenegger donated memorabilia from the film to the mall's Planet Hollywood, which he was part owner of. Was he? <laughs> yeah, it was Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, and a couple of other dudes owned Planet Hollywood. I don't know if they still do, but... Well, yeah. Planet Hollywood is no longer, if I'm not mistaken, because the one that oh, used there's to no be, more. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the one that. Oh, used you're to right. Be, I was thinking Hard Rock Cafe. There so you yeah. go. But Planet Hollywood, yeah, because uh, the one that used to be at the Biltmore is now a fucking Cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. I, but I remember it having the fucking planet yep. in the the thing. Yeah, yeah, I think I ate there once. Couldn't tell you that. There's I like had. memorabilia everywhere. Nice. Um, I know I ate at the Hard Rock before it was moved to where it's at now. Mm-hmm. When it was downtown, I ate there because I have a, a button from it. Nice. It actually says Hard Rock 1996 on it the same year this movie came out. Nice. That's pretty cool. I went there with Jared when we oh. worked at U-Haul. We went there for lunch. Anyway, uh, the Wintertainment Parade was filmed at Universal Studios Los Angeles in the middle of May. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I totally thought this. The Turbo Man television show that Jamie watches at the beginning of the film was a parody of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. For sure. I totally was, when I was watching, I'm like, dude, this looks like Power Rangers. It's funny. Uh, the extra scene at the end credits was written to set the stage for a possible sequel. Which there was a sequel, but it had Larry the Cable Guy in it. Of this? Yes. Bullshit. You didn't know that? Bullshit. Watch, watch this, watch this. Where's it at? Yeah, I saw a picture of it. I about to say, I saw a picture, but I didn't. I didn't know that was. Oh, Jingle no. All the Way too with Larry the Cable Guy. I've never seen it. It's a direct to DVD. Who the 2014. Fuck? They waited till 2014. Any sequel that comes out that far from the original is going to be very good. But, you know what the fuck? You're done. That's funny right there. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Look, you right. see how much they. Arnold paid? Schwarzenegger was paid a reported twenty million dollars for this role. Dude, it's Arnold. Come on, man. Shit. And so, how much? How much did it cost to make the movie? Sixty. He's a third. He's a third of the fucking budget. Yeah. Sinbad got you know two fucking cream coffees and and he got some uh, gift donuts. certificates to Starbucks. <laughs> oh no, McDonald's, McDonald's. Because remember, he does that. He does that skit in his stand-up where he goes, "You hate it when you go to McDonald's. People staring at, sitting there staring at the at the menu, I'm like." Come on, man. You know what's on the menu. It's McDonald's. What do you have to think about? (laughs) 
So it says Arnold right there. This one? Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's agent suggested Sinbad, but the producers felt he was unsuited for the role of a villain as it could harm his clean family-oriented comedy act and reputation, although Sinbad felt the character would generate the audience's sympathy rather than hatred. Furthermore, he missed the audition due to his appearance with Hillary Clinton and Sheryl Crow on the USO tour of Bosnia and Herzegovina, but Chris Columbus waited for him to return to allow him to audition, and although Sinbad thought he had messed it up, he was given the part. Nice. Tim Allen was considered for the role of Howard Langston. Again. It, it would have been too much of fucking... Dude, uh, Santa Claus. Yeah. But I could totally oh, see... Oh, but listen, hear me out here. <laughs> hear me out here, though. Tim Allen, Joe Pesci. I could totally see that movie. Yeah. I could absolutely see that movie. Yeah. In fact, if they were going to do a sequel, they could have done that. It, it, it would have been nice to see. So them. there's an alternate universe mm -hmm. where there was the Tim Allen Joe Pesci one. <laughs> and we're doing this podcast going, dude, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger was almost in this movie, yo. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a splice of. Uh... Okay, listen. I, I want to. Oh, man. I want to tell the story because I don't want to forget it. Damn. But I'm going to give away what we're doing next time if I do it. Oh, okay. I, I'm not going to say yeah. what I was looking for. I okay. had a Mandela effect moment today. Okay. I was working on the opening for the next show mm -hmm. and there's a song I was looking for, a Christmas song mm -hmm. done by a particular artist mm -hmm. that I know for a fact they covered that Christmas song. I've heard it on the radio myself. Mm -hmm. I've heard it. Mm -hmm. I can't find a trace of it on the internet. It's not on YouTube. Finally, I was like, well, maybe there was a copyright thing. YouTube wouldn't put it up. So I Googled it. Mm -hmm. I cannot find it. It doesn't exist, Roman. And I'm freaking out. I'm literally freaking out. Like, I sat here freaking out over, like, this can't be real. Damn. This can't be real. I got Mandela today. So they were saying. It totally happened. And on the next episode, I'll talk more about it if I remember. But I, I will remember because I freaked out so bad. It's funny you bring up the Mandela effect. Uh oh. And then Sinbad is in this movie because people thought that Sinbad, Sinbad was not in a movie called Kazam. No. It never that, happened. That was Shaq. That was Shaq, and it was well, they Shazam. Were saying, yeah. And he was supposed to be a genie. No, it's Shazam, and it was Shaq. Yep. Like. People like no that no 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 is yeah, it Berenstein or Berenstein? It's Berenstein. Mm, see, but I remember Berenstein. Yeah, same here. Just curious, George have a tail? Yeah. No, he doesn't. In the books, he never had a tail. I can almost, I can. Damn, damn. You ever, damn. you ever eat Jiffy peanut butter? Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist. It's Jiff. Jiff peanut butter, and there's Skippy peanut butter. Skippy, yeah. But there's no Jiffy peanut butter. Makes sense. Okay, I see how that yeah. that works. It's, so it's Jeff. Is it Looney Skip. Tunes T O O N S or Looney Tunes T U N E S? That's gonna fuck me up because I can see both. Yeah, it's Looney Tunes T U N E S. Right. I told you I was addicted to TV when I was a kid. Huh. Okay, so uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Belushi appeared in Red Heat together in 1988 and Last Action Hero in 1993. All right. Trifecta of them two. Huh? Yeah. And both of those are really good movies. Mm -hmm. I love Last, Last Action Hero. I think I like, I've only seen it like in passing. I've never the best seen part is when they go into the 7-Eleven and there's a standee there for Terminator and it's Stallone. Oh, shit. And, and Schwarzenegger's like, oh, I can't wait for this movie. I love that guy. He's great. He's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, a Pasadena, California furniture warehouse was used for Howard's flight, uh, fight with the Santa Clauses. Hmm. Huh. 
This film marked Arnold Schwarzenegger's fourth appearance as the lead in a comedy following Twins, Kindergarten Cop, and Junior. There's Junior. Right. So this came out right after Junior. Wow. Turbo Man was originally to be named Turbo Tom. That's lame. Turbo Tom. Turbo Tom. <laughs> Turbo Tom Arnold. <laughs> Where's Roseanne? What no was one he likes in, her. Was he in a movie? With, he was in a movie with Tom Arnold. What was it? Eraser? He like was he was Eraser. Like right away. Yes. Like, yes. Because he was like the geeky guy. It's like he? with Tom Arnold. When we did Eraser. <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis was my wife and she was totally hot. And she did a striptease. And I got to see her boobies. No, that's <laughs> no, that's true oh, lies. Oh, that's true lies. My bad. Yeah. Eraser was uh, Vanessa Williams. Yes. Who's also hot. Yes. <laughs> so I was like, no, smoking. That's, that's true lies. He was smoking like my stogie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like we've done a lot. In 1996, Tiger Electronics released a 13.5-inch electronic Turbo Man action figure. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger knocks a reindeer out by punching it in the face. In Conan the Barbarian, he punches a camel in the face for real. Damn. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and in Blazing Saddles, they punch a horse. But that wasn't Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. So there you go. There's a uh, Phil Hartman and Sinbad appeared in House Guest and Coneheads together, 1995 and 1993. R.I.P., by the way, Phil Hartman. He, I mean, he died years ago. He's the Ted, the, oh, gotcha, the gotcha, neighbor. Gotcha, gotcha. Really tragic, though. Like, he was killed while he was sleeping. His wife shot him and then killed herself. Yeah. That fucked me up. Because um, I was talking to somebody at work about it the other Is day. Is that Jesus? What the fuck? <laughs> like, holy shit. Right? I mean, um, holy Jesus. Uh, right? I was just sleeping. What happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> that crazy bitch back again. Because <laughs> I had forgotten. I thought he committed suicide. I forgot that he was murdered. Dang. But yeah, he's he asleep. Uh Saturday Night Live alumni. Holy so night. freaking funny. Shit. So funny. I love Phil Hartman. Everything he did was really, really good. In order for Howard and the small Santa to enter the warehouse, the mall Santa had to use the password Jingle Bells Batman Smells. Arnold Schwarzenegger appeared as himself in a photograph in Max Shrek's office in Batman Returns, and he played Mr. Freeze in Batman and Robin. We brought it around, around. Sam. I think it's time to just get jumping right in into the movie. Yeah, I, mean, I could it. not say let's that word shit. It. Jumping right in, 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 in. Man, you're raring to go. Damn right. Damn. All right, let's do this. Hell yeah. Whoa. Hey down. I heard it. I heard it. I seen it. So, Jingle All the Way, this movie opens up with some previews on this. This is the first VHS we've had with previews for a little while. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, I watched this. I got the cool, you'll see the picture on Instagram, uh, the clamshell mm -hmm. of this, which is pretty cool. I love clamshells. Even if you know anything about me and my history with VHS, I love clamshells. Uh, the first preview we got on this VHS was for Anastasia. That movie was a little, uh, for that Dude. to be, a, so I always thought it was a Disney movie. It's actually no. a Fox movie. It is a Disney movie now. And, well, yeah, because they, they bought. Yep. Mm -hmm. But yeah, back in the day, it was It was Fox. a little dark. Dude, Rasputin was just rotting yeah. that whole movie. Like and his Bartok. eye popped out. Mm -hmm. Fucking his mouth was, his jaw was falling down. His fucking face, I remember he's like, hey, there goes your mouth. You're like, oh, crap. Well, and then like he totally like disintegrates at the end of that movie. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, the animation was pretty good. I, to be honest, I liked it. I, liked I did the movie. too. It had some good action. Not a bad movie. Uh, in stark contrast to that, the second uh, preview is for Fern Gully 2. You mean uh, Avatar? 
<laughs> right, right. Well, I know that was the first Corn and Gully, which was really good. Oh, yeah. But the second one I thought was trash. I didn't I, really like it. I couldn't tell you about... I'd... My kids loved the Fern Gully movies. That's why. But especially the first one. For sure. Tone Loke was in that one. He's right. Like, I'm going to eat somebody. It <laughs> might as well be you. <laughs> so then, uh, this was funny. The third one was for an animated Christmas carol with uh, the voice talents of uh, Whoopi Goldberg. And uh, Tim, uh, oh God, the guy that did uh, Rocky Horror. Oh, uh, uh, fuck, 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 fuck. Why fuck, can't fuck. I? F- I know his name. I can picture his I face and everything. Tim Curry. Uh, yeah, I was gonna Jesus say I was like Craig, and I was like, it's not and Craig. Ed Asner. But here's the weird thing: they talked about it, but all they showed was like an animated. Uh, fireplace like a yule log type thing mm-hmm. and they talked about the movie but they didn't show anything from the movie That's no right. scenes no pictures no nothing i had to i went to google and googled it just to make sure it actually existed and it did but it was really weird because they didn't show anything so then we get right into it uh with the turbo man movie turbo Mog, which was totally power rangers-esque right and turbo man is fighting what's the guy's name demolition man or the, the uh, bad guy, uh, shit. Right. What's the bad guy's name? Demonio or... Yeah, it starts with a D for sure. It's uh, Big Dick Johnson. De- it's right there, De- uh, Dementor. Dementor, that's it. Um, he's fighting Dementor and he like shoots him and then all his little guys come out and attack him and he's saving the president's son. This is a lot of foreshadowing because this is basically the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the whole situation mm-hmm. with the kidnapped kid and then him falling and him catching him and everything. It's, it's pretty much plays out like the end of the movie, which is great. So then uh, it's like a Turbo Man movie. Uh, you got Turbo Man and Booster, who nobody likes Booster, I guess, uh, fighting the <laughs> villain with the kidnapped kid. Um, so the kid, uh, Jamie, his name's Jamie, right? Yes, Jamie, kid, yes. Is watching the show on, on his TV. And then his mom comes in and she says, it's time to go. They got to go to his karate thing. And he's like, is dad going to be there? Because he misses everything. And she's like, yeah, I'm sure he'll be there, honey. I'm sure. And then they cut to a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, oh, he's partying at a Christmas party. But he's not. The whole office is partying. He's, he's still on the work. phone. He's a mattress salesman. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking to all these customers. He's like, but only for you because you're our best customer. <laughs> you're my best customer. And he tells every single one of them the same thing. So then while he's talking on the phone, his secretary comes over. And she's like got notes on like middle envelopes, like it's time for you to go, get a Michigan thing. He's like, I am. She goes, You said that half an hour ago. So then um He's a workaholic. Yeah, he's still working, working, working. And um so then the karate he's gonna miss his kid's karate class. Mm-hmm. And now the the wife calls him, or he calls her, I don't remember, but he's on the phone with her and she's like, You're gonna miss it. He's like, No, I'm not gonna miss it, I promise. You're my best customer. I, I am sorry. I mean, and she's all mad. <laughs> and it was funny because Deacon and I were wa- Deacon was watching this with me. Mm-hmm. And this part, he goes, "Yeah, how dare you make money for the family?" <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you, Deacon. Right. Now you know, <laughs> right? How oh, we took pity on that kid. He wouldn't have that fucking karate class, right? Or that house, right? I'm like if you he like wasn't that house oh, and your room and or your TV." That mattress, especially the mattress. Especially the probably mattress. got a good deal on that. Damn right, he knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Right, he knows a guy. So then he's like, "I'm gonna make it," and he goes running out in the wait and the the um 
the secretary's like, he's not going to make it. <laughs> this really reminded me in a couple of places of uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. This being one of them where he's like, you'll never make the six o'clock. <laughs> so now he's frantically trying to get there. And uh, Phil Hartman is at the karate class sitting next to his wife, next to Arnold's wife. Mm-hmm. And he's filming it because his kid's in it too. His kid is friends with Arnold's kid. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, this is great. And he's got the video camera. And all the women sitting around from the neighborhood are like fawning over him. Mm-hmm. Like, you think you can come over and fix my whatever? He's like, I got the right tool for the job, baby. <laughs> like, you can tell he's totally a sleaze bag. He's a player. He's hitting up all the moms in the neighborhood by trying to be a nice guy. Um, That and with him running out almost reminds me of um, Hook as well. He's trying to get to the baseball oh, game. Oh, that's right. This mm-hmm. is very much like that. And then he's the hero at the end. Mm-hmm. So then Arnold is trying to cut in line on the freeway. He's trying to go on the... um. The shoulder so he can get past everybody and he gets pulled over by a cop the cop is robert conrad mm-hmm. and he's like please i'm in the hurry officer and he decides to be an asshole and he makes him take a dui test and he's like walking the line and he's like to say the alphabet it's like a b goes backwards and dude i can't even I do, can't that do that sober, sober. what the mm-hmm. fuck man it's a trap i know somebody that can do it like in a song Okay, that means they drink a lot and they had to practice. Z-Y-W... <laughs> see? Right, well, yeah, then I'm done. Z-Y-X-W-V-U-T-S-P... I don't know. I felt uh, like I... Like, the funny thing is... N-W-O. I'll, I'll go... Like, even when I have to think... Okay, S-T-P. Well, what comes after L? I'm like... A-B-C-D-E-T-H-A-T-F-B-I-M. I always have to go through the whole alphabet. Right. So then... um. He gets home and he, he you know, everybody's disappointed in him because he missed the karate thing. Mm-hmm. And he gets home and the first thing he sees is Ted's putting up Christmas lights at his house. He's like, what are you doing on my roof? He's like, I had some extra Christmas lights, buddy. Check it out. And he plugs it in and they come on. He's like, oh, what would I do without you? Ah, ha, ha. So uh, he comes in and he everybody's disappointed. His son's mad at him. And he's like, I really wanted to be there. And his kid was like, I don't know why you always say that. Uh, you never come. You're never there. You never. You, you always say you're going to come, but you never come. And then Arnold's like, well, I must have come at least once. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say that. I said that, though. And I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget because it was so funny. Um, so he's like, what can I do to make it up for you? What do you want for Christmas? He's like, Santa Claus already has it covered. And here's what I said. If he had just left that alone right there, there'd be no movie. Right? Because on Christmas Day, I guess Santa Claus is a loser. He didn't bring what you wanted. (laughs) He didn't have it covered. Right? (laughs) So he wants a Turbo Man. He knows all about Turbo Man with the the boomerang and the flying disc and everything. So then his wife is like... Time out, time out. Okay. This sounds like you at Christmas time. This is the quintessential, you know, Jasperino kid at Christmas time. You knew exactly what you wanted. Matter of fact, you still know exactly what you I want. I do know exactly what I want. But, but okay. when I was a kid, I wasn't like that. Really? Yeah, because, well, we grew up poor. Okay. So I never knew what I was getting for Christmas. I knew what I wanted. But Now, you I, knew you was getting socks uh, and right, drawers. Right, right, Yep. We talked least. about this. Look, and I'm socks and drawers, I'm good. And I've got, I got a couple of good stories, but I'm saving them for next week. Gotcha. But um, I was always thankful for whatever I got because mm-hmm. I knew we were on a budget and, you know, I would. I knew I was never gonna get the uh, the fucking uh, GI Joe, b- 
big fucking aircraft carrier. Johnny Quest. Yeah, that kind of shit, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was always happy, and I I always got good shit. I never was disappointed in Christmas, because I like getting gifts, and I always got good shit. Like, Mm -hmm. even if it was the knockoff Transformer, which it was, you know, I got the knockoff Transformers every once in a while, or I'd get the the cheap little G.I. Joe guys that looked like G.I. Joes, but they weren't. Mm -hmm. I didn't care. They were still G.I. Joe guys to me. And um, I'd always get Hot Wheels cars or something, which I loved. Nice. I always got shit that I liked. My parents always did a really good job. So you job. didn't get Matchbox? Or was Matchbox big, too? Matchbox was back then, yeah. Matchbox, I think, was actually more expensive than Hot Wheels, oh. to be honest with you, if I remember right. Um, I did have one year, a couple of years where I got really, really good shit, but I'm going to talk about that next week. I don't want to give it away. But I got exactly <laughs> I, I think what you I, keep saying that to yourself, so I you got don't. exactly what I wanted, <laughs> and it was the best Christmas of my life. But, um... Yeah, it, it really instilled in me that happiness is wanting what you have, not having what you want. Because, you know, I we always I always got a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Even if it was cheap stuff, I got toys and I got I was I was Your never unhappy. made the most of it. I was never ungrateful. Nice. And I always enjoyed what I got. Like nice. one year, um I don't even want to talk about Oh, no, 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 no. So, uh, yep, next episode we got to get back to this. next year. So you was about to you was But about my to brother, say. my brother like I said before always sent me good shit. Mhm. Because he was in the military, he made good money. So I got like Star Wars toys. One year he sent me this little, uh, I was telling you about a couple podcasts ago, that little handheld video game thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like Space Invaders, like, pew, 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 and you could play it, you know? But it was like a little mini arcade game. Mm-hmm. Um, just shit like that. The, the big stuff like that I usually got because he sent it to me. But that was pretty cool. But um, I really, in later years, instilled that in my kids that, you know, you should be happy and grateful that somebody thought about you, you enough, enough to get you mm-hmm. something. It's like you were saying, you like thoughtful gifts. Mm-hmm. So do I. Um, nope. You feel like you're about to go into a story. I'm that's not. No, 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 no. Okay, I'm not. Cool, I'm just cool. saying. I'm just making in sure. In my adult life, though, mm-hmm. I buy enough things for myself now that I'm hard to shop for. Same here. I'm easy to shop for, but I'm hard to shop Same. for. My, because my mom told me this about a month ago. She said, Because oh, if there's oh. something I want, I get it for myself. Yeah. You and I'm not going mean? to put that on you to get it for yeah, me. Exactly. But I will say, like, this Predator over here, mm-hmm. I got that for my birthday from Ro. Mm-hmm. I was fucking happy as shit because, like, she knows me so well. And I hadn't bought it for myself, you know? Right. But she knew I wanted one. Nice. And that was really, really fucking and it, cool. It and wasn't, it wasn't like you tipped her off, like, hey. Exactly. No, I did not. Mm. She just knew. That she would be a me, nice mm, wink, She wink. saw me looking at it mm-hmm. when I saw it. I'm like, damn, that's cool. And then, But I didn't have the money to get it at that point. And then she went back and got it, which was really, really nice. fucking awesome. She brought me something the other day. What the fuck was it? And I lost my shit. And she's like, you're so ridiculous. Like, I'm just happy that you thought about me enough to buy me something off the cuff. That's badass. I don't even remember what it was that she gave me. And I was like three days ago. It was, oh, I can tell you exactly what it was. Oh, shit. I'm going to show you what it was. Oh, shit. Bear with me for a second. As he reaches down. She found this leftover. Oh. At the dollar store. Badass. A box of Frankenberry cereal. Badass. Leftover from Halloween. Badass. In fact, I was going to eat this for breakfast this morning. I forgot. I'm going to leave this out. Badass. The podcast is over. I'm going to have a bowl of that. Badass. Frankenberry cereal. It's like Count Chocula, <laughs> man. It's good shit. But yeah, she's like, I saw that at the, uh, it was like at Big Lots or something. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, I'm getting that for him. And I fucked that shit really gets me. Like, Look. It's you not, thought it's about, not about the it's, yeah. It's not about the cost of it. It is about it's your fucking thought. awesome. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely awesome. She paid a dollar for that, right? But I was like, oh my god, this is cool. I, like she gave me a Rolex, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, 
so now uh, his he's talking to his wife, and his wife's like, "You got the doll, right?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> they did that close up of his face. He's like, "Dun dun dun!" Right. And she goes, "I reminded you two weeks ago." Mm. He's like, "Oh yeah 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 yeah, I, I got it already." Hey. Uh, it's in the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next morning, the kid's eating his Turbo Man cereal, and he says, um, it's Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And Arnold says he's going to work for a little while, but really what he's doing is he's running out frantically to find a Turbo Man. <laughs> and his son's like, what about the parade? And he goes, oh, the parade. He goes, that's okay. You didn't make it the year before, like last year or the year before. Oh, the so. year before. The year. <laughs> right. So you see that it's a recurring theme. Right. So he's like, I'll be there, I promise. So then he gets outside, and I wrote in my notes, fucking Ted has fucking. a goddamn reindeer. <laughs> he's like, oh, I picked it up for uh, whatever my fat fuck son's name is. Because that kid, yeah, I'm sorry if I offend you. That kid, <laughs> you were warned at the beginning of this, of this podcast. Yeah. That kid is a fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Francis. Francis. <laughs> my daddy said I can have anything I want for my birthday. Anyway, so uh, so he's like, yeah, I believe there's nothing you can't do for a kid. No links you could go to for a kid to make a Christmas good or whatever he says. Stupid. You know, it's all an act. So now uh, Arnold's rushing around to get the Turbo Man, and he's in the, the line of the store they're waiting to open. And um, I thought this was going to come into play later, but it didn't. When he, oh, because Phil Hartman goes, hey, it's going to be icy out there. You better get some chains for those tires. Right. But nothing ever happened with that. I, I thought he was going to go a missed into, moment. Yeah, I thought later in the movie he was going to go into a skid or something and be like, stupid Ted. Stupid sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, now he's rushing around. He's at the store and he's in line with everybody. And that's when he meets Sinbad for the first time. And, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, God, he's a talker. I hate that. I And it's so funny. When I was younger, mm-hmm. like in my 20s, I was that guy. I would talk to anybody. Like, I'd meet a guy in the parking lot. We'd stand there and talk. You know, hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh, you got it? Blah, blah, blah. I was all about small talk. I love small talk. I love chit-chat. I love <laughs> bullshit. So you were just a chatty Susan. Yeah, I was that guy. Chatty cat today. Now, know. though, in my old age... Don't fucking talk to me if you don't know me. You're like, if we're standing in line, I don't fucking want to talk to you. I don't know you. I'm not going to see you again after this. And I've heard that whole thing, like, that whole thing with, uh, you know, some people are one-serving friends where you just talk to them once, but it's impactful, blah, blah. Fuck you. Don't Wait. talk to me. You know what I'm as soon as, That's as soon from as, a movie. Oh, I don't remember what movie it's from. Look, my whole, my whole fucking demeanor changed. I was like, what? You know what I'm talking about? Look, no. They're like, I call them one serving friends. People you only talk to once, but it's meaningful and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what movie that's from, but. Sounds like a chick flick. I think it probably was, but I'm like, I don't need that. Like, I really worked very hard over the last few years to make my circle small, but meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know, and Jeff and I were talking about that on Saturday. I was down at the shop. And we were kind of talking about that, about who your real friends are. Mm-hmm. And Jeff was saying, like, when you were kids. Everybody if you got friend. your ass kicked, mm-hmm. your friends better have some bruises and cuts too, because they were trying to help you. Damn right. Like, and your mama better not see your friend okay, and you're all beat you up. All and he was, with, where were you at? You know. And he's right. Like, yeah. You can't tell. Like he was saying, like nowadays, you can't tell who your friends are, because you guys aren't going through nothing. Like, right. Yeah, your neighbor comes over for a barbecue every Sunday, but if you get kicked out of your house, can you sleep on his couch? 
You know, it's like I was saying a few weeks ago when you mm-hmm. when you pop my rib back into place because you're, you're my like, man. Right. I was, you know, there's not a lot of people I'd call 12:30 in the morning because I needed something. Mm-hmm. You know, as I've worked very hard mm-hmm. to make the people that are in my life quality. Damn right. I would much rather have quality over quantity. Damn right. So I cannot stand it. I go out of my way to become invisible when, and it's usually, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mix words here. Mm-hmm. It's usually a fat guy. <laughs> wants to talk to everybody online to be friendly and hey, don't notice I'm fat. I'm funny. <laughs> fuck you. You're like I don't want to talk you. to you. You I'm, fat fuck. <laughs> I'm almost the same way. Depending, you know, for the most part, I try to go into a store and be very brief. Yes, in and yeah. out, in and out yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Like if I have headphones on, don't tell me. Don't ask yeah. me any fucking thing. And there's nothing worse than the dude hitting on the hot chick. Ugh, it's so embarrassing. That I felt, and I feel bad, man. There was a there was a lady mm-hmm. at the really beautiful woman at the gas station the other night, and there's some scrubby, dirty, like I don't know if he was homeless <laughs> or what, but he was dirty. It's a scrubby, dirty. He's over there just. She's trying to pump her gas, and he's like, "Wait, he didn't. Man. He didn't pump her gas for her." No, I'm sure he offered to. I'm gotcha. sure. I'm sure he offered to. Gotcha. He's talking her ass off, and you could see the uncomfortable on her face. <laughs> Or was it the smell? No, dude, it was a, I just want to pump my gas and get the hell out of here before something bad happens to me. Mm -hmm. And it's got to be like, you know, like Robin Harris said, man, you can't even go to the bar and sit down and have a drink. What's your sign? Stop. (laughs) Stop sign. (laughs) I got my own money. I don't need you. (laughs) It sucks, man. You can't do nothing with that. It's the same thing with the gym. Like girls are like, look, don't. Come over here and talk to me. I have my headphones on. Right. To get a look and keep moving. I ain't here to hook up. <laughs> no. I'm here to work out. I hate getting checked out at the gym. That shit happens to me all the time. All the time. I'm like, dude, stop looking at my ass. <laughs> Man, what's wrong with you? I'm a boy, Damon. <laughs> a boy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I went to the gym three times last week. Oh, nice. They told me I couldn't come back, though, until I was ready to exercise. Uh-huh. Because I was getting Doritos all over the floor. <laughs> and I was making the girls uncomfortable. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, what, bring, I, exactly, I what just, brings you I didn't here. say that. I, was just, I didn't want to bug nobody. I was just looking at asses. Licking my fingers. And I went in the shower. So I, went, oh. I went to shower, and the guy looked down, and he's like, Bro, why is your dick orange? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys were in the same stall? Oh, my God. Oh, I digress. I won't tell nobody. Anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> give me that John John. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I remember uh the one time I went to the gym and I was like, out of breath. I can't just give me a second. I was trying to catch my breath as a gym. <sighs> and that was just from putting my gym clothes on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just I can't yeah, don't talk to me if you don't know me. I can't, I can't stand that shit. So uh that but it is funny because that's when he's going off on the thing about my wife slept with everybody at the post office except for me. He's, <laughs> no, not his wife, but it was the, the chick at the post office, right? Right, right, yeah. He's nuts. He's like, I wrote he's nuts. <laughs> so then he, he gets so carried away, he starts choking that lady in line. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this movie, like, there's, there's funny parts. <laughs> he was straight up choking her. <laughs> and then he let her go, and she was like, eh. <laughs> so then... Um, Lawsuit. 
Right. And then Arnold's up at the door and the, the fat dude behind there with the watch, it's like two minutes to nine. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and then I was so happy when the doors opened and they trampled that fucker because he had it coming. For sure. So he gets trampled. It was like Black Friday up in there, even though it was Christmas Eve. And um, all the Turbo Mans are gone. Or is it Turbo Mans or Turbo Men? The Turbo Man figures. And that bugged me through this whole movie. He kept calling it a doll. Right, doll. It's an action figure, damn it. And uh, they were all gone. They are all sold out. All they had was uh, Boomer. Booster. Booster. Boomer. <laughs> okay, Booster. Okay, Boomer. Anyway, all they had was Boosters. Nobody likes Booster. So then uh, the dudes were like, he's asking them where the Turbo Man figures are, and they start laughing at him. And then this guy wants yeah, a turbo. And everybody starts <laughs> laughing at him. And then um, there's like the guy goes, "We sold the last one. She had it in layaway. It was a lady in a fur coat." And he's like, "Oh!" And Sinbad smacks him with his mailbag and knocks him over and <laughs> takes off running. And then Arnold uh, grabs the RC car from the little kid and trips Sinbad with the RC car. <laughs> and runs outside and he's chasing the lady down and she takes off but the turbo man is in the bag in the back seat facing the back window so he can totally see and he's running and um this almost a plane that trains an automobile moment. it totally was yes there's a lot of similarities <laughs> so then they do this montage of arnold driving to every store in town mm -hmm. trying to find and this is the sad thing is I've been there. I've done this exact thing. Mm -hmm. But the sad thing is it's because I'm looking for something for me. <laughs> Here's an example. I knew I was going to talk a lot of toys on this. Were you were you a My Little Pony guy? No. What are they called? My Pretty Pony. Bronies. There we go. Bronies. You know, that's funny because my granddaughter's fourth birthday was this week. Mm -hmm. And on Thursday, a bunch of my kids came over to have a birthday party for her. Mm -hmm. And two of my daughters... Got in a fight, well, not in a fight, but like a, a spat with my daughter, whose daughter it was the mm -hmm. birthday. My daughter Elizabeth, it was her daughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want her daughter to watch My Little Pony because she doesn't like the the brony culture behind it, gotcha. and she doesn't want a doorway to be open somehow to her to be like uh, stalked or, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't. I don't. Okay. She doesn't want her to be exposed to that. Gotcha. And I respect that. She's the parent. Mm -hmm. She makes the call. Mm -hmm. Even though they all watched My Little Pony when they were kids and they mm -hmm. were fine. And that all has to do with, I think, you know, you keeping an eye on it and making sure that, you know, right. I don't know. But my other two daughters were like, that's ridiculous. And when they when she comes over to our house, when, you know, she comes over to my house, she can watch My Little Pony. She's like, no, she's not allowed to. And I saw both sides of it. And I said, look, I said, I'm being neutral here. Right. So, but as a parent... You have to listen to her wishes. Right. But on your side of it, I don't understand why she can't watch My Little Pony. At her. But it's your call. Right. You know. At her. Like, it's it's my house, my rules. Right. My kid, my rules. Right. You know, which one trumps the other? Well, I'm pretty sure it's my kid, my rules. When If I'm sending her to your house, mm. there are certain things I expect to be... Upheld. Upheld, even mm -hmm. though it's your house. You know, it's my wishes that she not do that. Right. Please don't show her that. Right. Because then she's going to come home and want to watch it. Right. And then I'm the bad guy, because I've lived this. Mm -hmm. Then I'm the asshole, because, no, you can't watch that. Mm -hmm. Well, Aunt So-and-so let me watch it. Well, go live with Aunt So-and-so, and she can spend all that money on diapers and food and all that other shit that I spend money on. Right. You know what I mean? But anyway, 
I was like, I don't know where my little ponies. Why would I be in a My Little Pony? Why would you think that? Because I know that it's a, I know at one point in time it was um, just a collectible thing. No, hell no. That's girl shit. I thought so too, but there, I guess there was a resale market for it. Well, there's those bronies, but that's, yeah. that's creepy shit, man. But that's like, I thought there was like... Borderline whole, child predator. Oh, stuff. yeah, for sure. But again, I thought that was all based on the resale market. Yeah. I didn't and any more like... I didn't know that that I'm was not really. On... I've kind of gotten out of collecting things because it's worth something. Mm-hmm. Like I like having shit that's worth something, mm-hmm. but I'm not. It's not because I bought it worth something. I bought it at a regular price, and now it's worth something. That's pretty cool. So Captain Boomerang, yes, uh huh. He has a fucking in, in the movie uh, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He has a My Little Pony on the whole time. So I googled why. Oh yeah. Why does he have it on? And the, the I guess the director said it would be funny. You know, for him to have it on. Wow. So, I guess That's he was funny. a brony. Well, it's just like Entangled, the big Viking guy that collected little glass unicorns. Dink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, like, I have a couple of action figures. Like, that Rogue behind you is mm-hmm. going for like 80 bucks on eBay now. Damn. But I bought that Rogue for like $7 at a, I don't know where I found her at, but I got a really good deal on it. Um, I got shit in here that's worth money, but I don't. You're I don't like it because it. it's worth money. I think it's cool. What about that it's... him right there? Which one? Keep looking. Marshmallow Man. Oh, no. He's pretty common, oh, actually. Okay. That's, he's a bank. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, you can find him on eBay and stuff. Still oh, pretty can, reasonably priced. You can bank on that. 20 huh? bucks. You can take nice. that to the bank. Nice. But like that bad signal, um, yeah, I had to buy a bunch of figures to build that. Mm-hmm. And I think that thing goes for like 175 bucks. Damn. Something like that. Um, I got other shit in here that's... That Justice League set is probably worth something because it's like 15 years old. The base uh, Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman, they came together in a pack. So I'm pretty sure they're probably... Is that Hal Jordan? Hell yeah, it's Hal Jordan. Okay. I got a Guy Gardner in there too, though. Is he the gay one? Or or is Hal the gay one? Hal wasn't gay. I don't know if there is a gay one. No, there's a gay Green Lantern. There is? Yeah. The only ones I know is Hal, um, Guy Gardner, Jon Stewart... And Kyle Rayner. But Kyle Rayner wasn't gay because he had a wife and she died and he was really fucked up about it. So then it is. I'm going to have to Google it now. Google that. Google. I'll tell you this. One thing, speaking of DC, that I forgot to mention in the trivia mm-hmm. is um, Turbo Man's outfit was based off of the Flash. Makes sense. It, it, and you can tell. It's either the, him or fucking Shazam. It, it's very, yeah, it's kind of Shazam-y too. Yeah. But he doesn't have a cape. Outside of the cape. Right. You know. That. But it's um, fast. It's I'm turbo. so stupid. I'm like pointing out all my shit now. That Hulk over there, the big Hulk with my Avengers set, that mm-hmm. was a Disney exclusive. And he wasn't a builder one? He was a builder one, okay. but it was a Disney exclusive. What are they called? He, I don't want to. Uh, build a figure. There we go. But I think he's going for like 80 or 100 bucks now. Damn. Something like that. Yeah. For like Exodia. Same thing. With, well, that and that um, that Hulkbuster Iron Man, I think it's like 60 or 70 bucks or something like that. I don't know nothing about an Exodia. Is it Exodia? I don't know nothing like, about that. So earlier, um, <laughs> Fucking Orchid Yu-Gi-Oh. came in, and we were talking. We just randomly said something about Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, it was some guy she follows on Minecraft. Is mm-hmm. like He's like the Minecraft guy, and they just found out he cheated mm-hmm. to do a speed run or something. And she's all brokenhearted over it, like... There goes my hero. <laughs> she was so saying then, that as yeah, I was so walking up the stairs. Yeah, so then I was like, it's just like uh, they found out that uh, 
Yugi was cheating through that whole series for Yu-Gi-Oh! And you were like, what? I said, tell him, Orchid. And I only knew that because she told me that. I don't know anything about <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! I have Pokemon cards for sale now on the Etsy shop. Nice. They're magnets. Like I nice. laminated actual Pokemon cards and made them into magnets. Nice. So they're a one-of-a-kind deal. So I'm selling them for 10 bucks with free shipping. Mm-hmm. Bing. Bing. And, um, but I had to, they're Pokemon cards. I got them for my kids. I thought... Do you guys have any double Pokemons that I can have? I don't really know anything about it, but give me good cards. Because mm-hmm. I thought maybe it'd be something people are into. But I don't know anything about Pokemon. So they gave me some shit they said was good. So I'm believing them. There's a shiny Pikachu card on there. I thought that was cool. I just know Pikachu because everybody knows that one. So that's a holographic, okay? It is a holographic. Yeah, it's not a shiny Pikachu. It's a holographic Pikachu. Uh, I know that. Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay? It's a shiny. A shiny. It's a shiny. Because I'm shiny. The shinin. The shinin. <laughs> oh, did you find the gay Green Lantern yet? Yeah. Who is um, it? Alan Scott. I don't know who that is. I'm wait, kind wait, of wait. out of After the 12 years of print, DC chose to reinvent Green Lantern as a scientist fiction, science fiction hero, Hal Jordan. When did this happen? Um, if it was after 2013, I don't know anything about it. I totally stopped reading anything that happened after 2013, except for like special events. It like says... Dark in, it says... June 1st, 2012, DC announced yeah. that Scott would be reimagined as a gay man. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. Scott, Alan Scott. Yeah, there's only four green, earthbound Green Lanterns, as far as I'm concerned. And then you got Kilowog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kilowog. Anyway, I didn't even get to the story I was going to tell about where I ran store to store. Mm-hmm. I was that Thor behind you with the hammer. I had to buy him loose out of the package, which <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Because I'm trying to build the All-Father Odin. Uh-huh. I'm all digging for it. Which I have here. I've got his body and his head. I don't have legs or arms. Damn. I will never have his left leg because that's the one that comes with that Thor. And that Thor that comes with the left leg is like 100 bucks now because people want that left leg for this All-Father. Damn. But I have both heads. There's uh, this head and there's another one where he's got like a spiked helmet on. It looks badass. But I don't know if I'll ever complete him. Um, I actually had his arms at one point. Mm. I didn't have them. I ordered his arms, came with Machine Man, and it got delivered to my house, and some worthless motherfucker stole the package off my driveway. They were like, oh, who the fuck buys a man? Oh, what who the wants Machine Yeah, this? choke uh, on it. I hope they choke who on it. Who wants Booster? <laughs> booster Gold? Who wants uh, Booster? Booster was the guy. That I'm thinking, I'm all in the comics now, Booster Gold. So, yeah, I've driven around like this looking for... I drove all over town trying to find that Thor, and I'd get mad because I'd find a Walmart that said it was in stock, and I'd get there, and it's not in stock, and I'm yelling at associates, why does it say it's in stock then? <laughs> fucking frothing at the lips. I need my Thor. <laughs> Thor! I need those arms, damn it. I could care less about the fucking Thor. I need those arms. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, he's driving on. No luck. He's not finding anything. No action figures anywhere. So, um, and they keep showing people laughing at him <laughs> in the montage. People are laughing at him because he's trying to find one. And so, um, he gets so mad. He walks into one of the stores and there's a standee of Turbo Man and he beats the living. Sh- well, he hits it first. Right. And it bounces back and hits him back and he gets really mad and like breaks it in half and beats the shit out of it. It's so funny. So then, um, Ted is at his house, mm-hmm. at Arnold's house, helping his wife bake cookies now. And he's like, Liz, you're so tired. Why don't you just go take a break? I'll finish these cookies for you. 
fucking douchebag. So this is when uh, <laughs> when Arnold calls, and he's like, "Ted, what are you doing?" He's like, oh, "I'm just helping out with these cookies. Man, these cookies are good. Fifty bucks. Yep. Yeah, it's too too much. It's not too 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 much. I don't want to pay fifty bucks for, for it. a leg. You don't want to pay an arm and a leg. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing: if I had the money to do it, yeah, but it's a little beyond my budget. Mm-hmm. Just be, especially since I already have the Thor. Right. Now I'm just paying fifty bucks for a leg. Where watch, look up that all father figure. I bet I could buy it for fifty or sixty bucks. The whole thing. That's that therein lies my dilemma. It's fun to make them, but I want to make them, but it's almost cheaper just to buy them already made. Just type in all father build a figure and it'll come up. And and I'll keep talking. Sorry. <laughs> We're turning into a toy podcast. That's pretty awesome. So then um he's like, Man, these cookies are great. He's like, I told you you could eat my cookies. And he's like, I need to talk to my wife. He's like, oh, I guess I think she's in the shower. You want me to go check? No, I mean, no. (laughs) Just tell her I'm going to be late not to worry. And he's like, oh, she's not going to worry. I'm here taking care of her. (laughs) Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. He's like, oh, my God, these cookies. They're so good. I'm going to have to get the recipe. And that's when he's like, put Put the the cookie cookie down down now. (laughs) And there's a dude in the phone booth next to him like, whoa. (laughs) And I also had to point out to Deacon, you notice, he had to find a phone booth to call home mm-hmm. because that's what you used to have to do back in the olden days. So it's there's one that says it's for sixty five bucks. See, sixty five bucks. Everything else is fucking like one hundred and twelve. Damn. When that's sixty five bucks, that might be a uh, au- auction. I don't know. Damn. Yeah. Because see, then when I get the leg, I got to get the other leg. Mm-hmm. But like, I got a Hulk in there that's only missing a head and an arm. Damn. But that's only because we came on some financial difficulties and I. Didn't have the money to buy his head and his arm yet. But it's the Smart Hulk from Endgame. Anyway, I digress. I'll talk about my toys all day long. I thought you were going to say you had to sell an arm and a head. Right. To get you some money. That's a Guns N' Roses song. Arm and a head? Found a head and an arm in a garbage can. Damn. Don't know why I'm here. On the run for so long. I gotta go collect. Double talking jack get the money, motherfucker. Because I got no more patience. Damn. So that song... Was a real story. They were living in this rundown apartment. All of them were living in the same apartment. Mm. And in the back alley, they found a head and an arm, a severed head and a severed arm in the garbage can out back. Damn. And then the cops were all out there and the forensics and all that shit. Yeah, it's crazy shit. L.A. Damn. So anyway, um, so now uh, he walks away from the payphone and he runs into Sinbad again, who was also on the phone. And he's like, hey, we should team up. We'd be like Starsky and Hutch. And Arnold's like, no, I don't want to team up with you. He goes, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but I got to do this by myself. This was also very much like playing trains and automobiles. When he was telling him we need to split up. Because Sinbad got his feelings all hurt at this point, too. He's like, we could be a team. And then the guy comes up. He's like, there's an extra shipment of Turbo Man coming in at the blah, blah, blah toy store. And right away, Sinbad, like, turns on him and, like, takes off to his truck. And then um, Arnold takes off to his sweet GMC Suburban. Right. And he jumps and he backs up real quick and he backs over a cop's motorcycle. Same cop. And it's Robert Conrad, the mm-hmm. same cop that pulled him over the night before. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, shit. So now he's fucked. So now he's late getting to the mall. And there's a big bunch of people there. And this is so funny because I've done this too. <laughs> the guy's like, what you heard is true. He's out there talking to this big crowd of people mm-hmm. that are all agitated. I've, had, I've heard this speech. 
one well, we're toy. gonna do one toy per person mm-hmm. we're going Single to pass file. out numbers mm-hmm. and it's pretty much a lottery and they're gonna call your number and then if they call your number you can buy a toy mm-hmm. they don't call your number you're fucked Mm-hmm. This is what they do at cons with like the con exclusives. Mm-hmm. You have to get in a lottery Damn. to be able to buy it because they're limited quantities. Mm-hmm. And you could just get the advantage by going there and camping out all night and then buy eight of them. And then you fucked over seven other people. So they changed it to where because then you go on eBay and you sell them for a thousand dollars because they're exclusives. So they tried to curb that by now it's a lottery system. You can't just come there and, and camp. I mean, you can because you get a, a, a number faster, mm. but they only have a certain amount of numbers, so you do want to come and line up still, but then they only call certain numbers. Damn. So, you know, so I've I've actually been a part of this kind of madness, too. Mm-hmm. So then he brings out the balls and the, in the um, like, the little lottery thing and mm-hmm. the little, the, the circular thing. The fucking uh, bingo thing. Yeah, like the little bingo. Mm-hmm. The Arizona lottery pick five, whatever. <laughs> So then um they all get they all start charging the thing and it gets knocked over and the balls go everywhere and everybody's diving for the balls and uh it looks like a uh it looks like a uh, episode of queer queer as folk they're all grabbing at the balls queer eye for the straight guy yeah <laughs> queer eye <laughs> you remember queer as folk uh-oh oh i remember queer eye for the straight guy queer as folk was a, a either hb or showtime series mm. about the lives of gay guys like it was a, it was like sex in the city sex, but yeah. with men gotcha. and because my ex was totally into it like mm. she had all the seasons on dvd but they had outright like fucking cinemax style sex scenes yeah it was crazy like i i remember walking i never really watched it with her mm-hmm. but i walked through a couple of times i'm like i didn't even know that was possible yeah Alrighty. I don't want my chili dog anymore. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's a so sorry for the obscure age dated reference. Um Oh not not for the graphic chili dog reference? No. I, I am an apologetic for that. So it's like a, a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> watch the pull out, watch the pull out, watch oh, the pull out. She frosted me like a cake. <laughs> Bitch, frost me like a cake. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. So anyway, um, oh, shit. The balls are all rolling around on the floor, and Arnold actually manages to get one. And Sinbad and him start fighting over it, and Sinbad fucking maces Arnold <laughs> and takes the ball from him. But then Arnold's super, super smart. He goes, "That guy's got two! So everybody gets pissed and like jumps Sinbad. The ball goes rolling and Arnold starts chasing it and he's chasing it all through the mall and it's bouncing all over the place and he's almost got it and it rolls over the edge of the little thing and his face goes up against the glass and he looks down and this fucking little kid in the stroller catches it. (laughs) So then he's chasing that stroller around and the stroller stops and the kid goes into the play place and she still has the ball in her hand and he's chasing her through like the slide and the little bridge and he's knocking people over and I really thought he was going to get stuck in the slide which would have been funny but he goes down the slide and what does he land in a fucking ball Ball pit pit. (laughs) so then the kid's sitting there and he's like look here's a nice big red ball I'll trade you and and the fucking kid sticks the ball in her mouth and then the mom comes over and starts beating him with her purse because she thinks he's some kind of creepy brony. I mean pervert. <laughs> Watch the difference. 
And then all of the ladies jump on him. He's like, I'm not a pervert. I just need that ball. <laughs> and then all the ladies are beating him. And he's like, I'm just trying to get an action figure. And that's when James Belushi hears him. So the Santa Claus is like, hey, hey, I'm talking to you. Okay, over there. I heard you're looking for a Turbo, Turbo Man. Man. And then he's got that elf with him who's also a famous little person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember uh, his name. He's he's the the, the, one with the he was in Bad Santa mm-hmm. Bad Santa he was in Bad Santa as an elf yes <laughs> some of my bitch some of my fuck bitch. I love Bernie Bernie <laughs> Mac in that movie <laughs> so um he's like I got something for you and the fucking elf pulls out this Polaroid of him holding up a newspaper to show the date and a Turbo Man he's like that was taken this morning like a fucking kidnapping victim. <laughs> And he's like, how do I know it's real? He's like, hey, if you don't want anything to do with it, you know. No, no. How much? And then there's a cop walking by and he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut up. Like, they're like, totally doing a drug deal. Drug deal. <laughs> so then uh, he's like, oh, I got a spot. We got to go, you know, pick it up. So now he drives them down to the seedy part of town where there's mm-hmm. warehouses and shit. And um, Jim Belushi's singing that weird song the whole time. And... Uh, that's like a total like skeezy, drug infested, fucking dirt bag, you know, part right. of town. Right. So then he goes in the this smell. warehouse. He goes in this warehouse and it's full of fucking Santas and elves. And there's like Mrs. Clauses, like counting money on those money machines. <laughs> it totally looks like your basic like drug deal. Drug yeah, the drug warehouse. Or like if you were like in a Denzel Washington movie or something. <laughs> And there's a whole system going on. And he's like... A ring of things. What are you guys doing? And he's like, hey, man, don't get it twisted. People in need, we're providing a service. We're doing this for the kids. <laughs> so then he brings out the Turbo Man, and it's already wrapped. Mm-hmm. And he goes, 300 bucks. And it's so funny, because five minutes before this, when he was driving around, mm-hmm. I, I told Deacon, if this was now, he could just go on eBay and pay 500 bucks for one. Because everybody's bought them out and they're selling them on eBay. You know, right. if you really, really needed one. And then he's like, 300 Fucking bucks. Offer he's like, oh. Yep, right? So he gives him the 300 bucks. And then he starts to open the package. He's like, well, wait, don't open that. You got to open it. So he opens it and, and he pushes the button. <laughs> well, he pushes, he, first he pushes the button. And it's like, Turbo Man. Muchos cabrones el Turbo Man. You know? Okay, so this is funny. I want to talk about this too. That Gladiator Hulk up there, the the twelve inch one from uh, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Hang on, talk about something. I'm gonna grab him real quick, and I'm gonna grab. Just keep talking. Look, so if you guys hear some shit falling in the background, yeah, because there's a lot of shit. Being there's right. a lot of shit back there. So if you guys hear a lot of shit falling or whatever, that is him grabbing Hulk. But it's funny. Like I said. I I bought a, I I almost bought the Spanish, uh, so, DMX elbow. Right, you're telling me. So in that movement, I lost Cloak and Dagger. Oh shit! I lost Miles Morales. Damn. I lost Gwenpool. Damn. And I think I lost somebody else, but I don't know. Damn. Anyway, I did that just so you could listen to this. Where's his button? At? All right, listen. Oh no, his batteries are dead. I did all that for nothing. Oh no. Hang on. We are live like a suicide. Oh, he doesn't work anymore. This sucks. 
That's weird. His batteries just died from sitting there, I guess. That really sucks. This Hulk speaks Spanish. I think I remember you showing me right I when you I got it. I think I did show him. It was at the shop. Yeah, but they had the shop. I had him at the shop because he used to sit on my desk. Damn. I wish I could have made... And I knocked all my shit over for nothing. Damn. Damn, that sucks. Anyway, I wanted to kind of rearrange that shit anyway. All right. Now you this got Hulk, to. You can hear me pushing the button and it doesn't work. Damn. This, this Hulk speaks Spanish. I got him. You know what I paid for that? 12 bucks. That's a, it was $40 when it was brand new. I got it for 12 bucks on clearance because I don't think anybody wanted it because it spoke Spanish. <laughs> I thought the fact that it spoke Spanish it made it that much cooler. Yeah, he's like, Mondas Amanda the Hulk. Oh. <laughs> I don't really know what he was saying. And, I, and then he goes, Rawr, in Spanish, which is pretty much, <laughs> but with an accent. With an accent. Say le. What? You said le. Le ra. Le ra. That sounds like. That's French. like French, yeah. That's why, I said L. that's why I said L. Right. As in the. I know what L means. <laughs> that's from uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So, anyway, where were we? So, yeah, so then it speaks Spanish. He's like, what's going on here? And he opens the box, like, no, don't take it out. And it just falls to pieces. And he's like, well, you know, there's some assembly required. And he gets mad. He's like, I want my money back. And then all the other Santas start, like, ganging up on him. Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys are just a bunch of shysters Shista. in red suits or whatever he calls them. <laughs> and they all get offended because he called them names. So they all, like, he punches Jim Belushi, I think. Mm-hmm. And Jim Belushi, before he passes out, goes, get him. <laughs> so then he grabs this giant-ass candy cane that was laying there, like a plastic candy cane. And he's wielding it like a club, like, just beating the shit out of all these Santas. <laughs> and then all of a sudden... He's he's kind of getting one over on everybody. And then mm-hmm. you, doo, doo, doo. Oh my god! And it's the fucking big show <laughs> from WWE. Well, it's the big well, show. Well, it's the big show. The big big show tonight. Deacon thinks it's so funny because if you listen to the words to that song, mm-hmm. it makes absolutely no sense at all. The words are literally like, "You won't see it coming." And you'll never know, but you're gonna know. It's the big show. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> it's the big, big show tonight. Right? <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah, it's the big show. And he starts beating him up, kind of. And then this little elf, which was Vern Troyer, mm-hmm. or he was a little Santa Claus, yes. jumps on his back. And the big show goes to hit him, and he Ducks. stoops down, Bam. and he ends up punching the little Santa Claus, and he literally flies across, <laughs> across the, the warehouse into some boxes. <laughs> He's like, <"Ee!" laughs> <laughs> So there used to be this game, like, probably when we first got a computer, like in 1999, 2000, like mm-hmm. when we first got a computer in our house at Christmas time, there was a Flash game, if that's how old it was, um, if you guys know what Flash games were, like. Mm-hmm. Um, the Flash, actually, the Flash uh, platform uh-huh. after this month is going to be uh, uh, obsolete. Discontinued? Yeah, it keeps coming up. Damn. Flash will no longer be supported after December 2020. Damn. Like, all right, whatever. So anyway, I had a Flash game called Elf Bowling that you play <laughs> online. And it was a bunch of little elves. And you could see the hand. It was Santa Claus' hand oh, throwing was- the bowling ball. And he was knocking the elves over. And uh, they'd all be nervous, like, eh. But then, like, every once in a while, they'd get pissed off, and they'd all moon you. Like, eh, <laughs> eh, 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 eh. And then you'd roll, like, do a strike. And then 
the thing would come down to put them all back in place. Mm. And every once in a while, one of their heads would get stuck on it. They would pull up and decapitate it. Oh, damn. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, my God. I would play that stupid game for hours. You're just pulling <laughs> the elves down. Because it was free. And I would just sit there fucking drinking eggnog with brandy in it, laughing my ass off, bowling <laughs> over elves. But anyway, so then Arnold finally gets up and punches the big show, and he's going to fight him. And then all the cops come busting in. Woo, 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 woo. And what did he goes? It's the Grinch! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. It's a mad and, scramble. Right, and everybody's running, and... They're carrying one elf out, and he's going, I ain't going back to the joint. I ain't going back to the joint. <laughs> so he's standing there, and the cops are coming in, and he looks down, and there's a, a bin of toys, and there's a plastic police badge laying there. <laughs> and one of them's like, hey, who are you? And he turns around and flashes that badge. He's like, this is the most sloppy operation I've seen in my life. I've been undercover for three years, and then you guys come in here and bust it up. This is ridiculous. Make yourselves useful and arrest somebody. <laughs> and they get all scared. And then he books it out of there and he gets out and he flashes his badge at like one more dude. And then he gets the hell out of there. Oh, no. That's when he realizes they, uh, oh, no, this was after this. He, uh, he, he's getting out of there and he runs out of gas, mm-hmm. but he's still in the bad neighborhood. And I put, man, that's a badass Suburban, though. Because, fuck, I loved my my GMC Suburban. was so fucking cool. And that was probably like a 96. It was a, pro- yeah, brand new 96. Mm-hmm. I think mine was a 2000. So it's pretty much the my, same it boxy. Was pretty much, know. it was the same. When mm-hmm. I first saw the headlights, I'm like, oh, it's a Suburban. Yeah. Oh. My God, it was just like driving a Chevy truck, but it had more seats. Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Anyway, so um, now... Uh, he ran out of gas. He ran out of gas. He's like, fuck. And then they cut to the neighborhood, and Ted's got the fucking reindeer out, and the whole neighborhood's there. And all the wives are like, he's so awesome. I wish my husband was like that. It's like, oh, my God, what a douchebag. That in itself would get your ass kicked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, yeah. My my kids and I (laughs) talked about this later, and I'll tell you about it when we get there. So he's like, uh, so um, Arnold's son asks... Ted's son, he's like, what'd you name the reindeer? He goes, I named him Ted after After my my dad, dad. which is funny because then the kid goes inside as because Arnold calls Mm -hmm. and he answers the phone. He goes, where's your mother? He goes, he's she's next door petting Ted. He's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So then um, context is everything. Right. (laughs) So so then they get in a fight because he's like, you got to keep your promise and come to this. The parade. Parade. You know, Turbo Man says, you got to keep your promises to your friends and blah. And Arnold's like, I have to hear Turbo Man. The last thing I want is to hear about Turbo Man. You know, remember when I said I'd kill him last? I lied. (laughs) (laughs) If he bleeds, we can kill him. (laughs) Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. I'm going to need your clothes on your motorcycle. (laughs) Uzi 9mm. (laughs) Hasta la vista. Anyway, <laughs> so then his son gets mad. He's like, ah, oh, you're the worst dad ever. Fuck you. And you're like, hey, he didn't say fuck you, but he hangs up all mad as the mom's coming in. And here's the last part of the conversation. She's like, God dang it. So she's increasingly getting more disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. So then he uh, gets back to his car 
to uh, oh no he goes to a uh, he goes to a cafe to get some coffee and he runs into Sinbad again he can't get away from this guy but they start talking planes trains and automobiles yes because now they're kind of bonding and he's mm-hmm. like I feel like a bad dad blah 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 and then Sinbad is talking about how he didn't get that Johnny Seven right one Which, man army with well, seven say, guns and yep. one so then he's like my dad let me down he goes and you know what the kid next door. He got that Johnny Seven. And you know what he's doing now? He's the CEO of this big company. He's a millionaire. He goes, look at me. I'm a loser. And Arnold looks over, and he's not seeing Sinbad anymore because Sinbad had this alcohol putting it in his coffee, and he gave Arnold some. It's like Johnny Walker or some shit. <laughs> he looks over, and it's his kid that he's seeing. And he's like, thanks a lot, Dad. And he takes a huge swig of the fucking bottle. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Look, it's almost like oh. <laughs> here we go back to planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh my god, this was totally when, the nineties. Look, you would never get away from that shit now. When he goes to open the door, remember he was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh and it my showed, god. and it shows John the flash. Face. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't believe they had that kid swigging out of that liquor bottle. That was so fucking funny. Right, it's definitely the nineties. And Arnold not. was like. You can't be doing that. You're supposed to bring balance to the force. <laughs> Annie, you. no. Fuck you, Annie. I have the high ground. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Oh, my God. So then, yeah, because Sinbad's talking about how he's a loser because he didn't get that action figure. So he's like, I can't let my son end up like this. So then they hear on the radio that... They're giving away an Ultraman figure if you could name all eight reindeer. So Yeah, he goes through it in his head, and Sinbad can't think of it. But they race to the phone booth, and Arnold beats him in and calls the radio station. He's like, I know the answer. And he starts reading it off, and fucking Sinbad reaches in and rips the receiver (laughs) off the rest of the phone. At this point, all bets are off. I'd have whooped his ass. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I never would have made Christmas because I'd have gone to jail because I'd have killed him. I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, have, I'd have shoved that phone oh, so yeah. far up his ass, I would have been able to pull it out of his mouth. I was so angry at this, and I remembered because <laughs> I had told Deacon, I only saw this movie once, I said, I'm remembering why I haven't rewatched this movie a lot. This part. It pisses me <laughs> off. And you'd think the Phil Hartman part pisses. No, that's fucking funny because he's a douchebag. The fucking Sinbad shit pisses me off because he was right there and he got it ripped out. This so, is, it's so planes, trains, and automobiles. It totally is. It is the, it is this the is same This is the part thing. where he could look over at Sinbad and see him in the Red Devil suit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> was that not the funniest part of that movie <laughs> oh my god uh, <laughs> <yo>. <laughs> oh shit that is so, so yeah, right oh my right? gosh yo respect <laughs> <Yo>. so then <laughs> so oh, now they're, they're fighting on a table and the dude that works at the cafe the cookie's like hey you know, the radio station this is like two blocks down the street. <laughs> so they go running. And this is hilarious because they're racing. And Sinbad can't keep up. He's like, huh, huh. he's like me. <laughs> and Arnold's just running. He's like, I could run like this all day. <laughs> he's kind of making Get fun of him. Get to the radio station. So Sinbad starts pulling little packages out of his mailbag. And he's Chuck throwing it, it at him. <laughs> and he's actually hitting him with him. But it's not having any effect. So then they get to the radio station. And uh, Arnold goes running in, and the DJ's in there. That's Richard Mole. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> not Ma- not Martin Mall. Oh, Richard okay. Mall. Okay. Or Martin Mall. Ma- Martin Mall. Richard Mall. Martin Mall. Okay. Okay, anyway. Who's been a lot of funny shit. But anyway, he's the DJ and he's the basic DJ middle-aged dude with a long ponytail, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't talk shit because that's going to be me in about six months because I'm growing my hair out. <laughs> that 45-year-old guy with the fucking long hair and gauges. What the fuck? Midlife crisis. 1996 is over, bro. Just let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have the shaved sides with the hair pulled back on top on the front. Oh, like, shit. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing that. That would be funny, though. You're going to wear the, the Birkenstocks with I'm gonna socks? Some, I'm going to get some Junko jeans. <laughs> oh, They're going to be all fucking wet and oh, muddy at the bottom. shit. And I'll be like, this Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Yo, that Limp Biscuit post was on, hilarious. On Instagram? Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh. We're rolling out the vaccine like this. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed at that. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go to my Instagram page and check it out. It's the Fred Durst vaccine post. Oh, my gosh. Yo, oh, my God. I laughed out loud, for I sure. I laughed at it way longer than I should have. Yo. It was ridiculous. And then reading you long. reading you put that? Oh. Yeah. It was, oh, my oh, God. Shit. I laughed way longer than I possibly should have at that. So then he goes busting it, and the the radio the DJ's freaking out, mm-hmm. and then he kicks in the door, and the DJ calls nine one one, and he's like, "There's a crazy man in the studio," and he goes, "I know all the names," and he names them all off. Did I win? And then Sinbad comes running in, and they start fighting. He goes, <laughs> and the DJ's still on the phone with nine one one. He goes, "Help me!" <laughs> and they both are like wrestling each other. They're wrestling the DJ. They're fighting everywhere, and then. Uh, Arnold gets thrown against all the tapes and they all fall down. Mm-hmm. And finally the DJ's like, hang on, wait, 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 hold up. Are you guys under the impression the that I have a Turbo Man have a turbo in the man? studio? And they're right, like, yeah. yeah, he goes, no, it's a gift certificate. And then they lose their shit. And now they're fighting over the gift certificate. And that's when uh, uh, Sinbad's like, I, work I got a bomb. The, right, goes, I work for the post office. No, this, was the, oh. this was the second bomb. Oh, okay. goes, this is a bomb. Hold me bomb. He's like, what? And he's like, I'll blow it up. I'll blow this all up. You give me that. So then what happened? He tre- dropped it. So, oh, everybody, he tripped and dropped it. And mm-hmm. everybody hit the ground and it lands and nothing happens. And Arnold opens it up and it's just a music box. And he's like, ah. So then the cops pull up outside mm-hmm. and Sinbad runs, which was stupid. Yeah. Arnold was smart. Let him go. Right. He's going to run right into the cops, which is what he did. Arnold tries to go down the stairs, but he runs right into... <laughs> you should <laughs> I'm not thinking of these things till I get there. That's my problem. <laughs> Apple juice. <laughs> that the time been, is now. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. It was Robert Conrad. That would have been funny. What are the odds he's running into the same cop? A motorcycle cop a motorcycle on top of cop, that right. every time. So then he brings him back, and Sinbad pulls out another package. The cops are surrounding him. I he got pulls, a bomb. It's a bomb. He goes, I'm a poster worker. I am mentally unstable. Ask him. And Robert Conrad looks at Arnold, and he goes, this man is completely out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> so he's holding him off. And uh, he makes them all put their guns down. Mm-hmm. And Arnold takes off as soon as he can. <laughs> and then Sinbad leaves the package and he runs. He goes down the elevator. I think Arnold took the stairs. Mm-hmm. And then Arnold gets outside and he's running and they show the building in the background. <laughs> and you just hear... <laughs> and he stops. He's like... And then they show Sinbad running and he hears it. He goes... He stops. He goes... God damn, it really was a bomb. <laughs> Some sick people in this world. <laughs> yeah. 
They're... And then they show the cops. Because I'm thinking, because remember, I've only seen this once. I don't remember all this. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, fuck, did they just kill all those cops? That's pretty savage, man, for some action figures. They show the cops and they're all fucking Tom and Jerry <laughs> the, the, the blown the away face with their hair <laughs> sticking up in the air. And because Robert Conrad had picked up the package and he was like, don't worry, I was on the bomb squad for 11 years. <laughs> so then he's standing there all blown up faced. And um, the one cop goes, how long were you on the bomb squad? <laughs> and I just thought, I, I wanted a, I wanted Robert Conrad. Let me give you some background on this first. Mm-hmm. There was the episode of Tom and Jerry mm-hmm. where they said there was the radioactive white mouse. And if oh, you yeah, hit yeah. it, it would explode. Mm-hmm. So Jerry went and painted himself white and chased Tom around the whole episode, <laughs> like trying to drop stuff on himself and making Tom hit himself with it so he wouldn't get blown up. And then finally at the end of the episode, the guy comes on the radio and he goes, it was a mistake. The white mouse will not blow up. Repeat, the white mouse will not blow up. Well, just then the real white radioactive mouse showed up. And Tom thought it was Jerry, and he fucking smacks him, and the whole house blows. <laughs> and the last thing you see is Tom sitting in the rubble of the house with like shit on his head, and his face all blown back and everything, and he goes, don't you believe him? <laughs> so it would have been great if Robert Conrad was all, don't you believe him? <laughs> it's so funny. That is one of my favorite things to talk about when I'm drunk is that episode of Tom and Jerry and no one ever finds it as funny as I do and I don't understand <laughs> why. Why Randy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just know when I get drunk, I impersonate Ric Flair and Stone Cold Steve Austin and I talk about that episode of Tom and Jerry. Oh, remember that episode of Tom and Jerry with the white radioactive mouse that blows up? <laughs> Dude, I don't know why. I think it's because when I was a kid, that was my absolute favorite episode of Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Next to, that was my second favorite Next to when Jerry's uncle comes from Texas and he's that mouse with just a big mustache and And the the cowboy hand, you can't see his eyes, (laughs) and he's got the guitar and he's like, (laughs) 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 Oh no, he goes, uh, Dolly Kim Corn cheated, Rack, Crambone, Dolly Kim Ryan cheated, Rack. And then his guitar string would break. And he would chase Tom down and pull off one of his whiskers to make a new guitar string. And he's like, Crambone! So then at the end of that episode, Tom's watching him on TV and he's singing the song. And his guitar, his guitar string goes, and Tom starts laughing because he's on TV and his little hand comes reaching out of the TV screen boink. and boink pulls out one of Tom's whiskers. It's so fucking funny. See, that's my first favorite Tom and Jerry episode. The second being the white radioactive mouse. And I'm not even drunk right now. Damn. You guys have heard it That first. was the craziest tangent I've probably ever gone off on is Tom and Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Falcon Ryan needed rock. Crambo. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, so now um, Arnold runs into... Okay, so the whole thing happens with him getting blown up. Mm -hmm. So Arnold gets out, and he gets back to his truck, and it's totally stripped out. And it made me want to cry. Because that that thing was beautiful. The the wheels are gone, tires are gone, doors are gone. They spray-painted Merry Christmas on it. Just had insult to injury. Mm -hmm. God damn. I think the engine was even gone, wasn't it? It was just a shell of a truck. God damn. So then he has to get a towed home, and then he's in the tow truck, and then uh, 
he gets out and he's walking towards his house. He looks in the window and there's fucking Ted, Ted. and he's putting the star on the Christmas tree. And Arnold's like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> That's my star. And so then you find out cause, uh, his wife comes out in the house and she's like, what are you doing, Ted? He's like, oh, there's no star on the Christmas tree. She goes, well, that's because that's what... Um, uh, Tom, not what... What's his... I don't I even remember his Tom. name. That's what uh, Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember his name in the movie now because I said Arnold so many times. Um, that was his job and then she takes it off puts it back down. But he doesn't see it because right. he's already decided, fuck Ted, I'm going to go next door and steal his Turbo Man and that'll teach his <laughs> lion fucking playing ass. So then uh, he's sneaking into uh, Ted's house and <clears throat> he grabs the Turbo Man and then he's going to sneak out the back door. But when he gets out the back door, he stops and he Howard. looks... Howard. Yes. Okay. That's Doug, his name. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Langston. Howard Langston. My name is Howard Langston. I need <laughs> to ask you a series of questions. I need them ask answered immediately. <laughs> so he gets outside the house and he looks down at the package and it says, two little fat fuck from your <laughs> loving father. And he's like, what am I doing? Stealing a children's toy. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I should be in South America fighting a predator right now. <laughs> I can't do this. I need to go work out. <laughs> so he's going to put the present back. Mm-hmm. Just then he notices the reindeers Fucking in the back. Reindeer. That reindeer that hates him. <clears throat> and it chases him into the house. And it's chasing him around the house and knocking shit over. And... What got knocked into the fireplace? Oh. I could not figure it out. It was a head of a statue or something. At first, because that nativity was there, I was laughing my ass off. Jesus. I thought the baby Jesus got kicked into the fireplace. And I was like, was it sweet baby Jesus. Was it Joseph's head? Oh. It was somebody's head because he says that he's like Landau or something or whatever he says when he gets the head back. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking, you know. Or one of the three wise men. I was just the baby Jesus. I was just a big baby Jesus. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> OGB. <laughs> hey, dirty. <laughs> baby, I got <touch> money. <laughs> so that gets knocked in the fireplace, and he pulls it out, and it starts a fire. Now the house is on fire. The smoke alarm's going off. Everything's fucked up in the house. Ted and, uh, his, and Arnold's wife come over. I'm like, what the hell's going on over here? He's like, I can explain. And then she looks down. She's like, it looks like you're over here stealing Ted's Turbo Man, <laughs> even though you told me you got him one two weeks ago. And I just can't believe you anymore, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Ted, will you? Oh, here's the part. Mm. She goes. Mm, is this what really pissed you off? Yeah. She goes, Ted, we're going to the parade. Will you drive us? Mm. I went over a Deacon. And I said, if I was in that situation, Ted wouldn't have been driving them to the parade. Because Ted can't drive with broken legs. Right. He wouldn't have made it out of that house. Goddamn right. Because right then I'd be like, oh, you want Ted to drive you to the parade? Mm-hmm. Is that what you want? Because mm-hmm. you're okay. I'll try and be good. I'll mm-hmm. try and be good. Right. But you're bringing out the crazy. We, you're bringing we, out the crazy. I got to say this. Got me fucked up. I got to say this. Let's hear Because <laughs> I, I love Tech 9. Mm-hmm. There's a Tech 9 lyric where he said, I'm trying to be a reasonable man, but you're bringing out a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You know what song I'm talking about? I don't, but it's, we're going to <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd have been like, oh, Ted. <laughs> Me and Ted are about to have a little altercation. Mm. You might want to get out of here and, and don't let the kids look because it's not going to be pretty. I don't want them to remember their dad that way when they're coming to visit me in county. Look, 
out of my Because I'm that crazy. It's your punk ass reindeer's fault. Motherfucker. <laughs> this motherfucker been chasing me everywhere. Look, right? <laughs> I'd have show blamed it on a reindeer. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd have been like, I don't know why he wasn't like, I was trying to save your turbo man because your house was on fire <laughs> and I knew what it meant to your little fat fuck son. <laughs> and I didn't want him to be disappointed because life's going to disappoint him so much after this already. I wanted him to have something good in his life. <laughs> <laughs> In a couple of years, he's never going to see his penis again. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he's not going to remember when he's 30. He's not going to remember what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a fat fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. I'd have made some crazy shit up. Yeah. That reindeer was crazy. He was tearing things apart. He had hookers in here and blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so uh, she leaves with Ted, and Arnold's all depressed. And uh, the reindeer comes back, and Arnold gets pissed. And here's your gun, planes, trains, and automobiles. You're messing with the wrong guy. <laughs> he fucking decks the shit out of that reindeer. <laughs> and the reindeer's like, <laughs> It makes him funny. Dude, he was selling that shit on the floor like Devon Dudley with his legs shaking. <laughs> Get the table! Right? Oh, my God. So then uh, <laughs> later on after, uh, so now they're going to the parade. Mm-hmm. Arnold is sitting out in the backyard with beer. And he's giving beer to the, the reindeer, reindeer, too. And the reindeer's <laughs> all fucked up. He's like, hey, you want some more? And he's pouring it in a bowl for him. And the reindeer's like. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fucked up. So then uh, he got the reindeer drunk. Mm. And um, now they go back to the parade. And they're driving through. And Ted drops the two kids off because they see their friend. Mm-hmm. And this is the perfect opportunity for him. He's like, we'll drop the kids off. We'll go park the car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get some of I'm this. Get, come and get some of this. Mm. So they're going to go park the car. And this parade's pretty cool, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Sonic. Mm-hmm. I saw The Tick. I saw The Cat in the Hat. I saw Bert and Ernie. I saw a Ninja Turtle. Mm. I saw all kinds of shit in this parade. That's pretty cool. It's like okay, they're trying to give the Macy's parade to run for their money. All right. Okay. So we gotta take a time out. We're gonna we're running a little bit long already, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. We gotta do a watch along. Okay. Because it's a parade. Right, right, right. I saved this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I gotta go to YouTube real quick. Mm-hmm. So as I was looking for things, uh, for the intros and the you know, the trailers and all that, mm-hmm. I found something really funny, parade oriented, and I was like I'm going to save this, and we're going to watch this on the podcast, because it's fucking funny. Here it is. Watch later. That's what I want. Probably at the bottom of my list. Here it is. It is called... It's a... What's it called? It's like Rudolph... uh, Balloon something. Balloon Christmas Massacre or some shit like this. So I'm going to forward a little bit. So you see this? Let me lay out the scene here to you. There's a, a parade happening. Mm-hmm. And they've got a big, giant Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Coming down the street. Like from the animated one. It's my nose. <laughs> coming down the street. And there's people, you know, the balloon handlers, handling with the wires or the strings or whatever. And then there's people walking through the crowd with these red sweatshirts on and reindeer antlers, like little Rudolph people. Mm-hmm. And they're giving out... They're giving out candy and shit. So now the balloon is coming up to a traffic light. 
And it's very obvious. What's going to happen? The balloon is too tall uh -huh. to go past the traffic light. So now the handlers are starting to freak out a little bit, and they're trying to pull him. Look at They're trying to pull him to the side uh -huh. so he can go around the traffic light, but they realized it too late. They're way too close to the traffic light. Listen to the people talking that are taking the video. So now they're coming to the end of the traffic light. His little... Uh, his little jaws kind of getting over the traffic light, but they're trying to move him to the side still. But over here, there's a wall. They're not going to have enough room to move him all the way over. So now their idea is, let's pull him down to get him under, and we'll go under the traffic light. Limbo, limbo, limbo. So you can hear the people talking. Listen. <laughs> These are newcomers. So now they're pulling him under. He's getting all his little noses caught on there. They doink. So now, okay, half of his head is now under the light. Limbo, listen, limbo, listen to this. So now they're trying to get his ear under because it's kind of sticking up. They're pulling down. Uh-oh. Now the very end of the traffic light pole is on the top of his head. Oh, no. Listen, listen. Listen to the people. Listen. Uh-oh, it's going in his head. It has now punctured the top of Rudolph's head. So now his nose is getting a little saggy, and now the top, the the front of his face is getting a little saggy. Oh shit! Look, he's starting to look like Jack now. Look, right? He's got that whole thing going on his face. Oh, oh no! So now it's totally punctured. He just ripped away from the traffic light. There's a huge gaping hole at the top of Rudolph's head, and I bet everybody around is breathing the helium now. They all sound like this. <laughs> So now Rudolph is deflating on top of the people that were handling him. His ears are falling back now. He's melting. He's straight up just deflating on the people. Melting. Melting. Oh, shit. Thanksgiving 97. The, the day was Barney killed. was killed. Okay, we can't do this. We'll, we'll no, just keep going. There was a following video saying Thanksgiving 97, the day Barney was killed. Oh, There's another no. one down here. Look with the Pink, the Pink Panther. Panther. He's laid back. With his mind on his money and his money on his mind. That pink panther is sipping on gin and juice. So anyway, that was the uh, Rudolph massacre of whatever year that was. But I had to share that. I was like, man, I'm saving this right now because I want to. We'll do a group watch on this on the oh, podcast. Oh, that shit! Look, can you imagine being there? And oh my god, your kids crying and Somebody, shit. Yeah, Rudolph. Oh, I remember oh. one year, I because I used to watch Thanksgiving Day Parade all the time. Mm -hmm. One year they lost control of Kermit. Oh shit! And they were filming it. Kermit was straight off, just floating down the street like sideways, <laughs> all by himself. And they were like, "Bye, Kermit." <laughs> Kermit's like, "This is bullshit. I'm going to get out of here now. <laughs> I'm going to go get lit." Kremit the frog here. <laughs> I said Kremit. Kremit. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I shouldn't have rolled that cocaine into my joint. <laughs> anyway, so where were we? Uh, they're at the parade now. Ted parks with Liz, mm -hmm. and he starts putting the moves on her. He's like, man, I'm so sorry this happened to you. And he's like rubbing her shoulder. It's like a piece of shit he is. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, man, you deserve so much better than this. Your husband's just a liar, and he never keeps his word. And he's, like, getting closer to her, and, like, he's hugging on her. So then Arnold 
is at the parade now mm -hmm. and he starts heading and he sees the car and he sees them in the car and he sees what's going on and he's pissed for sure so he's charging towards the car and who does he run into <laughs> robert fucking conrad You're again like, fuck and he runs fuck. into him and he spills his coffee on him mm -hmm. like he knocks him down ah. and knocks his and he's like robert conrad's like <laughs> so he's like get that man so now Arnold takes off running and Robert Conrad takes off after him. But for some reason, he runs headlong. Robert Conrad mm. runs headlong into the back of a bus. He's like, you almost <laughs> hear the little birds tweeting around his head. He was just like that. <laughs> so then um, Arnold ducks into the warehouse and they think he's the Turbo Man guy. <laughs> so they're rushing him around and they're taking his clothes off and they're changing him and they're... The guy's explaining, we made a few changes. I know I sent you the manual, so you already know how to do everything. We made a couple changes. You got to do this for that, this for that, tit for tat, tit for tit, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so then they go back to, um, they put him in the suit. Mm -hmm. But while that's happening, Liz realizes what's going on with Ted, that he's trying to put the moves on him. On her, on her, mm -hmm. and I, was it a thermos, like a coffee thermos or something? Yeah, because they, uh, I think it had hot chocolate. in Yeah, it or whatever. she grabbed a thermos and like whacked him over the face with it, and he was all covered in shit. And he's like, oh, and it, and she gets out and takes off, and his glasses are all crooked, and he goes, <laughs> "Well, that didn't go exactly how I planned." <laughs> you fucking! <laughs> I thought I'd have her face in my lap by now, <laughs> right? <laughs> Gonna get a little blowy blowy at the parade, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right? Hello. Hey, baby, I dropped my keys. Why don't you get down there and see if you can find them? <laughs> right? Show you a little jingle bells. I mean, jingle you like bells. that? Uh, <laughs> do you like that one song, Riding Dirty? <laughs> not the Weird Al one, not Riding Nerdy. Riding dirty. Oh no, that's white and nerdy. A oh, white and nerdy. That's right. Try to get me white and I'm nerdy. I'm so white and nerdy. <laughs> that's the song that I'm gonna play them, pay them to play when I walk into a room. If I ever hit the lottery, mm. I'm gonna have a guy follow me around the radio whenever I'm in a room. They see me rolling. Them. They hating. <laughs> on the, on, what is it on my Segway? Is it a Segway? Yeah, or? it's a Segway. <laughs> it's funny. So anyway, so uh, now Arnold is lifted up into the float and he's in the parade mm -hmm. and he's fucking turbo man mm -hmm. and he doesn't even realize it till he looks around he's like what the fuck and then the guy in the costume that's uh uh, the, uh the, what fuck what is his name it starts with the m the one everybody hates uh booster oh booster's with him and he's like start waving stupid and he's like oh yeah and he's, <laughs> he starts waving and he's like oh man the kids are all loving him and he sees his son and his son's all happy and he's like, oh, I could get into this. So now he's like posing all stupid, like <laughs> putting his hands on his hips and like doing the salute thing. The salute. He's getting all into it. And then they bring out the toy. Mm -hmm. And the announcers are like, and now Turbo Man is going to pick one lucky kid from the parade and they get that special edition Turbo Man action figure. And he points. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pointing at the kid and then the kid's like, um... He's pointing at me, and then that little fat fuck's like, no, no, he's, no, he's pointing, pointing at me. He's like, no, it's because you take up so much space. It looks like he's pointing at you, you fat little fucker. He's pointing at me. So, <laughs> so then they show the guy that's supposed to be the bad guy. The mentor. He's standing there in costume waiting, mm -hmm. and he gets pulled off camera. 
And then they show him later and he's laying tied up or knocked out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh shit, I think I know what's going on here. So then they're arguing. He's pointing at me. You know, he's pointing at me. And finally he's like, Jamie. And the kid's like, Turbo Man knows my He name. knows who I am. So he's like, I won. So he goes up there and gets the action figure. And just then Sinbad shows up. And Sinbad's in the dem- Dementor. Dementor. Why can't I remember that? Sinbad's in the Dementor costume with the fucking watery brain and all that. It almost reminds me of fucking two things. Uh, attack, uh, uh, Mars Attacks. Right. And then, um, uh, what's his name from Hulk? The, uh, the big, big head, big head. Uh, uh the, uh. The leader. The leader. Yeah. Yep. Did you, you know what? Oh my God, there's so many tangents here. We're going long, ladies and gentlemen. Did you notice in the Hulk movie, not the bad Eric Bana one, but the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. one with Ed Norton? Mm-hmm. They alluded to the fact that that guy turns into was going to turn into the leader because when Blonsky mm-hmm. knocks him over and the the blood drips on his head mm-hmm. and his head starts bubbling and grow his forehead starts growing and he's like because <laughs> he had he had like the Harry Potter like gash yeah, on his forehead or whatever. yeah mm-hmm. and I was like dude they were going to make him the leader like mm-hmm. I wonder what happened like that just got it. ditched or you know because they, they could totally do another Hulk movie so they said that Hulk didn't have a big enough following. Didn't have a big enough. Pull. I fucking love the Hulk. Look, obviously. I thought they were both, to, you know, tight. Right. That so they they said they really didn't have enough. So what they did was Planet Hulk and Thor Ragnarok. <sighs> yeah, they and I was I was because that was totally the Hulk from Planet Hulk. Yeah, that that's what it is because because then they could have totally they could still do a movie that that's what happened that led to him being on that planet because mm. that was totally his armor from Planet Hulk. Because what happens is they they send him off uh, in the actual comics and the the cartoon movies yes hulk freaks out well here's what they do here's what happened Mm -hmm. for you that don't for you guys that don't know the Mm -hmm. storyline planet hulk dr strange Mm -hmm. professor x Mm -hmm. um if i'm not mistaken t'challa no 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 so it's 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 dr strange professor x it's the uh, um iron man the uh the illuminati yeah they all get together that's what they're called mr fantastic Uh uh-huh and they all get together and decide the Hulk is too uncontrollable and he's too uh, unpredictable. Mm-hmm. They need to just get rid of him for the safety of Earth. Mm-hmm. So they trick him. They tell him there's a satellite in orbit that's going to blow up and it's going to crash into New York. We need you to go up and fix it. Mm-hmm. So he gets in the little ship and they launch it and it keeps going past the satellite. And, and then they radio him and they're like, sorry, Hulk, there was nothing wrong with that satellite. We just had to get you off Earth. Don't try to break out of that ship because it's Hulk-proof. It's going to take you far enough away to this planet that we found that will support life, that you can just live there in peace for the rest of your life by yourself and not be a danger to yourself or anybody else. And Hulk's pissed. Loses it. <laughs> so then the Hulk lands on this planet, and mm-hmm. it turns out that it's not uninhabited. Scar, Scar. The, yeah, the, there's two warring factions of like these bug-type people, mm-hmm. and the Hulk ends up helping one of them defeat the other one that were like the bad guys, and he becomes like a planetary hero for helping them defeat them. And so he ends up taking a wife. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you got to back up a little oh, okay. bit. Okay, I'm just so, trying to give a real quick oh, overview. But he becomes ahead. a gladiator. Oh, that's right. They come like that's a huge thing. Because he was like the champion. Yes. That's how he ended up in Thor Ragnarok like mm-hmm. that. That was all the armor he had. 
So and then that's how he met because those other dudes from Thor Ragnarok are the the two were the dudes that were with him in the in comics. The co- mm-hmm. And the, uh, the rock guy and the bug guy was like, "Oh, he's dead. I stepped on him." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, he's alive. Look at that." <laughs> so those. So I can't think of their names. But, Me either. Um, but they were totally the dudes. They were the gladiators from the comic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Hulk is like practically the king of this world now. Yep. He's got a wife. Mm-hmm. He's got a kid. A kid. Mm-hmm. And so the people to thank him. They go find the ship that brought him, and they're going to make a monument to him out of it. Mm -hmm. Well, fucking Mr. Fantastic rigged the ship that if it got tampered with, like he was trying to come back, it would explode. So the ship explodes. It kills the Hulk's wife. It kills his kid. Kills all his friends. Now Hulk's pissed. Mm -hmm. So then he ends up getting back. He ends up getting to a ship Mm -hmm. to get back to Earth. And when they find out he's coming back, Doctor Strange is like, all right, well, I'll be in some other dimension if you need me. Bloop, little circle thing, jump through it, he's gone. <laughs> and yeah. the rest of them are like, fuck. fuck. Miss, uh, Professor X goes into hiding. Um, Mr. Fantastic does what he read. Well, the Hulk shows up. He destroys the X-Men's mansion. He kills everybody. He fuck, fucks everybody up. He uh, That's where the... Um, he fucked up Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like, he totally fucked up Iron Man, like... Jumped up in the air and like fucking threw him and oh my god, Iron Man gets fucked up a lot because in Civil War in the Civil War the first Civil War comics, mm-hmm. they thought they killed Thor, but they had actually killed Ragnarok, which was the android version of Thor mm-hmm. that Tony Stark made. And when Thor found out about it, he was pissed and he came after Iron Man and they fought and he grabbed Iron Man and like shot up like practically into space with him, and Iron Man's armor was all fucked up and he goes. You want to play God? He goes, I'm about to show you the real power of a God. And he just drops him. <laughs> but dude, yeah. In Planet Hulk, the Hulk is just pounding and Iron Man's just... He practically kills him. And I don't remember how he got stopped, but somebody stopped him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's the Planet Hulk storyline. And that's how he ends up being the gladiator dude on... Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. So they were trying to kind of blend those two storylines together a little bit. I think it was more of a nod to that. So no, no, no. So so what they said was um, Hulk's story is it, it it spans between three different movies. Right. So if you put clips of all of the Hulk stuff, uh-huh. it makes one movie. Right. Because again, they didn't have a broad enough audience for Hulk. That's stupid. Because Hulk Hulk was one of the originals. Like, yeah. It, it's it's one of best selling comic in the world for a while. Like. Really? Yeah, I grew up on the Hulk, man. Nice. Fucking uh, Bruce Banner. Fucking uh, Betty, Betty Ross. Yep. Well, you know Betty Ross becomes the Red She Hulk. So, and you got to think, what's his name? Uh, her dad becomes, of course, he the becomes Red Hulk. the Red Hulk. Yeah, it's fucking cool. If you ever get a chance to read the Red She Hulk series, it's amazing. Machine Man's in it. That came with my two uh, Odin arms that I didn't get. Oh. Fucker. Anyway, we, dude, that was a fucking tangent, tangent and a half. But the more you know. <laughs> How did we even get to that? Especially because we're right at the end, too. Right. Because of, because of Dementia. Oh, he was looking like the big brain. Uh-huh. <laughs> the leader. So anyway, um, so then he shows up, and he's Dementor, mm-hmm. and he grabs the kid and takes off. And um, Arnold's going to go stop him, but then all of a sudden, all his henchmen come jumping out. Oh, mm-hmm. before that, though... Um, 
Dementor punches Booster because he's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, he's, this he's, isn't in the strip. This isn't how it happens." Poop. And he punches him off the float, and he lands on the ground and gets attacked like by those kids. kids. <laughs> we hate you, Booster! And they start kicking his ass because he's a he's a big pink saber tooth. Yeah, yeah, like whatever. <laughs> it's funny. So then uh, he takes off, and Arnold's going to go after him, and then all his henchmen come busting out of the float, mm-hmm. which is part of the show. But Arnold starts beating him up for real, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> So the kid's running, and Dementor's chasing him, and he runs up on the roof, and then he chases him on the roof, and then he starts climbing up on that Christmas tree thing, mm-hmm. and then Arnold's, and then um, Arnold finishes beating up all those crony guys, and then he realizes, like... Um, he has a jetpack. Yep. <laughs> so he's trying to fly around, and this CGI was so... Oh, yeah. So terrible. He's flying. That was probably what. So cartoony. I think it was supposed to be, though. 30 million right. <laughs> for this scene. So between that and Arnold's pay, like, they went all their budget. <laughs> he's like, I think I'm getting the hang of this. Whoa. So then he finally manages to land without killing himself. Rocket man. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're both up on that wire Christmas tree thing, and it starts to fall, and then they're hanging off of it. And, uh,. Sinbad reaches over and he grabs the Turbo Man out of the kid's backpack. He's like, I got it. <laughs> and then uh, Arnold throws the boomerang thing. And he's like, ha ha, you missed. But then it comes up. back and hits him and he falls and he's holding the, the Turbo, Turbo Man, Man and he falls. And he lands like in the back of a truck or something. <laughs> so then the kid's about to fall. He's like, Turbo Man, help. So then he uses the jetpack again and the kid falls and he flies over and manages to catch him. Mm-hmm. Which, if this wasn't a comedy, I would call bullshit on. But, well, okay. Of yeah, course. You know. Anyway. You don't think it's a good action movie sequence? It's a great action movie sequence. <laughs> so then uh, he's a hero. Everybody's like, yeah, he lands. And um, Robert Conrad comes up behind him. He can't see his face yet. He's like, just want you to know, Turbo Man, we'd all be proud to have you on the force with us. And he turns around and he <laughs> sees like, that it's Arnold. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, hey, I'm sorry about your motorcycle. <laughs> And the coffee. And the coffee. And the bus. <laughs> and the bomb. And his wife is there now. And she's like, what the hell? Because then he take because he took the helmet off. And the kid's like, Dad. And she's like, whoa. She's like, all of a sudden, like. And everybody. Fuck Tom Hanks. I don't say You said Tom Hanks. I thought, I know. Because she's married to Tom Hanks. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Tom Hanks. I thought there was Man. a snake in your boot. I know. He mm-hmm. said he had a Woody. <laughs> I want a Buzz Lightyear. Right? <laughs> so then uh, they're taking Sinbad away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what am I going to tell my son? What am I going to tell my son? And then the kid runs over and gives him the Turbo Man. He's like, oh, thank you. I'm like, you're not going to see your kid nowhere. You're going to be in jail tomorrow morning. Because <laughs> I have the real Turbo Man. Yeah, and then Arnold was like, I thought you wanted him more than anything. And he goes, why do I need the toy? I got the real motherfucking deal, Holyfield. Real McCoy. Right? So then, yay, and then a happy family. And then <laughs> at some point, Phil Hartman had hooked back up with his kid. And he goes, what's going on? And he's like, Jamie's dad Daniel. is Turbo Man. He goes, let's get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> he knows <laughs> he's getting his ass kicked. Right. Right? Because he had told him at his house, he's like, you can't do enough. Yeah. Uh you what did he say? Like, or, well, know. when they were leaving, he was going to take him to the parade. He was like, you can't bench press enough to fix this. Like, mm. in his face. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that dude's dead. So anyway, then they roll credits. Mm-hmm. Like, yay. 
So I stuck around till after the credits because that's what I do. Because uh, I've been spoiled by Marvel movies. I wait for a stinger on everything. Why I'm glad I did because there is a stinger on this. They show Arnold. He puts the star on the tree and turns the lights on. And like, yay. And his wife is telling him, you're such a great dad. You went through so much to get him that toy, what he wanted. She goes, I got to wonder. If you went through all that trouble for him, Boy, what'd, what'd you, you give me? me? And he was like, nah. And he was like, I got you a pet. It's a trouser snake. I'll show it to you later. <laughs> Come to the bedroom with me. I'll show you what I got you for Christmas. I guarantee what you and Santa Claus will be different because he only comes once a year. <laughs> I'm going to come twice. <laughs> I said that to somebody the other day. I'm like, hey, you know what your wife and Santa Claus have in common? They only come once a year. Oh! <laughs> Damn. Burn. So, yeah, that was... Uh, Jingle all, Jingle the, all the motherfucking way. Look, <laughs> we are definitely cohorts and right? cohorts. Because yeah, right. We both said Jingle all the That's motherfucking way. That's why you're way. sitting in that chair. <laughs> all right, man. Scale on a 10. Let's think of the movie. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. Uh, diez. It is almost a near-perfect movie for me. Damn. And I, 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 look, so thinking back to why this movie has, you know, such a big, um, you know, nostalgic feel for me, it's right. because, you know, being able to watch it with my cousin, um, I mean, damn near when we were young, I mean, every Christmas that, and it's a funny ass movie. Like it's funny as shit. Right. I'm like it, it's it's a believable yeah. you know thing. It's oh, fun. It's like playing right. Transformers. It is, it is a fun. It's movie fun from me. start to finish. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> John Candy <laughs> mm-hmm. is that same kind of character where you really want to be pissed off at him, mm-hmm. but he's so likable you can't really be pissed off at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but Sinbad unlike has all these fucking zingers, I was gonna say movie. unlike oh John gosh. Candy though. Sinbad was doing malicious shit on purpose. For sure. Like, all John Candy sure. shows just because he was a goof, you know? For sure. But yeah, it's it's a good movie. I give it an eight. Nice, nice, I give nice. it an eight. Definitely rewatchable. Nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's it's And you can watch this movie with your kids. Mm-hmm. There's not really anything, you know, it's not, there's underlying stuff, but nothing real bad. Uh, like, it's uh, not you know, egregious. Like they said, it's a family movie. Mm-hmm. You love that egregious. Look, because it's not, it's not in your face, right, but at the same right, time, it's like... Right. I don't even want to call them sexual in your windows no, either. It is, but it's not. Right. You know? Like it it's it's weird because like Shrek, you're like, oh. Oh my god. Sugar honey iced tea? Right. That's shit. And for sure. Like, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? I have to save my ass. <laughs> uh I guess we can forego a BBG in this because there's not really anything. Right. Pretty wholesome, clean movie. Right. Really weird for us, but okay. Right. <laughs> anyway, so Let's take a, a real quick check out of what we're doing next time. I'm sensing you're a bit of a bitch. 700 tapes. Double tap. The Grinch hated Christmas. The whole Christmas season. Oh, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. They'll stand hand in hand. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. You're a mean one. 
Mr. Grinch, you really are a heel. I must stop Christmas from coming. But how the Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. I love this Christmassy time of year, especially when everything is running happy and smooth. Nothing like that year of the big snowstorm. I don't know what we would have done without Rudolph. Rudolph! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer! <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer yeah. used to laugh and call Look him at names. The beach. Hey, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, you'll go down in history. Won't you guide my sleigh tonight? So there we go. We're going to be covering two beloved TV Christmas specials mm-hmm. next week. The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch Stole Christmas. and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That movie is not called The Grinch That Stole Christmas. A lot of people call it that. That is incorrect. So, Also, stick around. There was a stinger after this movie. There's a stinger after this podcast. When you're finished listening to this Nightmare Christmas song that I'm playing... Right, you gotta follow... Remember, you gotta plug the guy. Oh, thank you for yes, reminding me. I thought that's where you were going, but you This have to- is a mashup done by a guy on YouTube. His name is... Bill McClintock. So, hashtag Bill McClintock. Check him out on YouTube. He did about a lot of cool mashups. This is Mariah Carey and Marilyn Manson. All I want for Christmas is you, the beautiful people... It's pretty fucking amazing. So check that out. Stick around after the song. There is an uh, there's a stinger. Nice. I fucked up that master tape theater a lot, and I recorded it. <laughs> so stick around for that. I'm Jasperino. We will see you next time for our Christmas episode. This is 700 Taste Podcast. On behalf of my cohort, the man, the myth, the legacy, we will catch you, motherfucking Santa Claus, gingerbread men. On the goddamn flip side. Peace.
Good afternoon, and welcome to Tapehead Theatre, where today we are going to be talking about great moments in Christmas movie history. Let's get started, shall we? I'm your host, Hugh Johnson, and here we go. That's stupid. I should have, uh, I should have said Hugh Johnson before that. Damn it. Cue it again. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Master Tape Theater. I'm your host, Hugh Johnson, and today we are going to be covering great moments in Christmas movie history. Let's get started, shall we? Our first great moment in Christmas movie history comes from the Francis Ford Coppola classic. Fuck. Francis Ford Coppola, he didn't do a... God damn it. He didn't do It's a Wonderful Life. What the fuck? This isn't the music. God damn it. I should keep these. Come in! Oh, someone's at the door. Oh, it's... God damn it. 